the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we do remain. <laughs> we do remain Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Good evening to you. My name is Ultimate DJs. Let's do a Talking Trek server sound off. You guys hit it real quick. Let's see who is hanging out with us here tonight. Welcome in to the show. Hey, what's up, Trek and Chick? Talking Trek moderator, server 26, your first welcome into the show. Hey, Ronifer, server 17, welcome Zakara on 136, Raging Ginger on 31. Welcome to the show. There you go, Snake Eyes. Is that a little bit better? Welcome in. Uh, Jerry Ryan on 146, The Bear on 15, Ape on server 21, Dirty Bird on 15. Welcome, Saltrix. Thank you. My headache is better. <laughs> it's amazing what two days, two and a half, three days out of Star Trek Fleet Command will do for you. Hey, what's up, Medieval Knight 13? Welcome, Bronchosis on 29. Sir Dorian on 12. Applewood Bacon on 15. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you. Hey, what's up, Divine on European 164. Lord Neelix on 15. Scaly back from the Outback on server 193. Lord Pete 34. Twab on 22. Tony Rome on 131. Welcome into the show. DJ Gurr on server 8. Dr. Link on 14. Captain Caboose on server 146. Welcome Blokemon on 134. He says no more mining. <laughs> Bad news for you. Plasma Lord. <laughs> Plasma Lord 26. Welcome in. Hey, Pro Feather server 11. Welcome Thomas ABD from server 40. Thank you for being here. Welcome Hudson on 146, Mr. Fusion on 15, Lost and Found, Server 10. Welcome, Bishop, Stalking TC on Server 26. Thank you, Patron St. Nick on 18, Stony Dude, Server 10. What's up, the Haggis? Server 16, Baby Boaz says, Remus says, hey, thanks. Thanks for the three extra tickets that now I have for a different event. Laga <laughs> Laga on Server 30, uh, 160. Yo, what's up? Hey, Omicron 16, Beat for the Gods on 17, Divine 164, Medic on server 34, thank you, Captain Planet, 167, A Deal on 195, welcome, Lou, 135 in the Hizzy, Hemcorp 157 is here, Nostromo, server 30, thank you, what's up, Divine on 164, I think I read your name already, Morias on server 195, lots of APAC and European numbers in here this evening, I'm kind of digging it, thank you, welcome in, internationally and abroad, and right Right here at home in the good old U.S. of A. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And I'd like to welcome you in. 73 additional messages for our Talking Trek server sound off. You guys are here in force. And I'd like to uh, thank you guys for being here. As indicated by our show announcement, we've got some teaching to do. We're going to get back to basics tonight. We do have some teaching to do. Uh, we're going to get back to that. Uh, also, I uh, am going to share with you some limited feedback. We have uh, indeed been discussing and talking with the overlords, uh, and, and uh, you know, of course, they, they have indeed. Uh, so, you know, I, I'll get to this here in just a moment. They have indeed listened to the content. They've, they've been listening, okay? They, they have. They've listened to the content. They've listened to the community. They've listened to the feedback. There was a very lengthy feedback report that I sent up. We can actually even talk about that a little bit, go over that in detail tonight. And I know that's what everybody's wanting to ask. As a matter of fact, I saw a lot of speculation both uh, here in the official Discord and on uh, in or here in our Discord and on the official Discord 
as to, uh, you know, whether there was going to be a rant part three tonight or or if I was going to maintain my professionalism or if I was going to be Grandmaster Shield Master Extreme Extraordinaire. Uh, it's, it's none of the three of those, okay? Uh, or maybe a combination of the three. We're going to talk about uh, some of the stuff that's iterated over the last two days, uh, some of the announcements, some of the chatting, and, um, and then some of the response that we got. You know, listen, Scopely has been in communication with me uh, a great deal over the last 72 hours, and I, for that, I'm grateful. For that, I'm appreciative. Um, but I still don't have the exact answers that I want, nor will I probably ever expect to get the exact answers that I want. The exact answers that I want would basically involve me writing the daggone game, you know, and that's not going to happen. So, uh, yeah, Ripper, right? Like, I mean, hey, they could just turn it all over to us, right? Just say, hey, you know what? Ripper, you handle it, all right? You take care of it, and uh, and, and we'll see, you know? Uh, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't know that I have the time to do all that, but golly, I would do some things differently. Ripper, would you? I have to imagine that. Yes. Uh, I have to imagine that we would. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. I don't want to spend a ton of time on that because actually tonight, what we have for you uh, is actually going back. See, we we haven't had a chance to do this yet, um, and which is teaching. Golly, that's the basis of the show: teaching. Uh, a little bit of analysis, a little bit of math. We're going to go back. We're going to revisit this uh, Swarm expansion. We're going to talk about crews, not only for hostels, but for the Armadas, because, folks, for the first time ever, these are actually different in the way that they're written. And uh, we're going to break that down, and we're going to talk about some crews and so forth there as well. Ladies and gentlemen, as we do every single show, let's get into it right away. Uh, Got to get the stupid news out of the way. Stupid news! Yes, time for the news. <laughs> Looter says, viewership drops when we realize DJ isn't ranting. Listen, I didn't say that I'm, I didn't say that I'm full of roses and and uh, glory today. I do still have a few things that I'm complaining about. All right, but um, I. I I am gonna. I definitely am gonna probably complain a little bit less, <laughs> a little bit less than I did the other night. Anyway, all right. But uh, we'll we'll get into it. I promise. I got a full list. All right, including a list of news stories here for you, right here and now. Stupid news is underway, ladies and gentlemen. A North Carolina man's been arrested after plowing his car, <laughs> plowing his car through the entrance of a closed Walmart, and then not even stopping, folks. He decided to drive up and down the aisles. He did. Took to Walmart, drove through the front, and then decided to drive through the store. Luckily, luckily here in the United States, Walmart aisles are wide enough for a car because they're made to fit American shoppers. So you don't have that. You don't have the aisles that are too close. Yes. You can actually fit. You can fit a car in a Walmart aisle here. Uh, yeah, I know. It's bad. Snake Eye says, I resemble that remark. Uh, but you and me both. Uh, yeah, Ariad, it's, it's just a thing. Chinese officials have launched what they say is the world's first traffic light for camels. Ripper, I, I wonder. I have to wonder about, you know, the thought process that went into this. Yes, traffic lights for camels. See, China wasn't going to do it. But constant, but constant traffic violations were the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, the, the, new, the new traffic lights were installed to help tourism. 
All right, camel riding tours are apparently a big attraction for visitors in the Mingxia Mountain and Crescent Spring in Don Juan City. Okay, like that's legit. That's a real thing. So these camel riding tours are big. So they basically set up their own paths and their own traffic patterns for the camel riding tours, including traffic lights, everybody. Oh my god, Divine says camels are colorblind. <laughs> I wonder how that's going to work. If they're colorblind, then they're not going to see what color. I don't know. I don't even know. Listen, it might just be, yeah, for the rider. It might be like for the, what do you call it, the rider? The tour guide? I don't know what you call that. A new viral video from Norfolk, England shows two brown rabbits having a boxing match. Have you guys seen this yet? This is actually really kind of funny and cute. Two rabbits having a boxing match. It was actually a very even match. They both had four lucky rabbit's feet. <laughs> that was very funny. Uh, Arclight Cinemas. Bad news, everybody. Arclight Cinemas and Pacific Theaters are closing more than 300 locations permanently in honor of these movie theaters. Everyone's going to the grocery store grabbing one individual bag of popcorn, handing the cashier a $100 bill and saying, keep the change. <laughs> uh, yes, that's happening. Arclight Cinemas closing down and Pacific Theaters closing 300 locations across the country. Uh, Domino's is in the news. Domino's Pizza is now using robots to deliver their pizza. Yeah, using, uh, I, I don't know how it works, if it's like drones or if it's going to be like robot drivers but yeah drivers or, or deliveries from Domino's now using robots uh, listen I for one kind of just hope their pizza tastes the same without the delivery guy spit okay like I want the same experience okay that's what I want uh, yeah that's right the robots aren't going to steal a slice we think a former general manager for the Philadelphia 76ers says Allen Iverson was so committed to playing basketball that uh, the team would have to hide his jersey to keep him from playing while he was injured. They put it in one place, Ripper, that they knew he would never go. They hid it in a financial planner's office. <laughs> the Easter snack peeps. You guys heard about this? The Easter snack peeps are getting their own animated movie. It does make sense. It does make sense. Everybody loves a good chick flick. Ah, yes. Honey Boo Boo is in the news. Honey Boo Boo confronted her mom over her drug use during the first episode of their reunion show, Road to Redemption. Guys, is Honey Boo Boo, like, grown up now? Like, I, I just, when I think of Honey Boo Boo, I still think of that little girl, like, on that show, the TV show. Yeah, like that one. All right, apparently she all grown up. She uh, confronted her mom over drug use, uh, Road to Redemption. If you think the ratings were high for that, you should have seen Mama June. <laughs> she was high. Uh, it's a delicate subject. It is a delicate subject for Honey Boo Boo because she claims that it could hurt her presidential campaign in 2032. Former Yankees great Alex Rodriguez has finalized a deal to buy the NBA franchise, the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> Some people are really excited about this claiming that it might give their players a real shot in the arm. <laughs> finally, finally, everybody, authorities found, <laughs> authorities found five dog tags inside the stomach of a massive 
12-foot-long alligator that was killed in South Carolina this past week, sparking concerns that it might have actually eaten those pets. Five different dog tags inside the stomach. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think that a 12-foot-long alligator could have actually eaten five dogs? I'm not exactly sure. Some say this giant alligator story could be a crock. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I know. I've used that one before. Here, how about this one? How about this one? I haven't used this one. The massive beast was all over social media this weekend. Even has its own channel now on the brand new platform, Tick Croc. <laughs> Tick Croc. Come on, that's good. That's good right there. Uh, good evening. Welcome in, everybody. <laughs> There's just stupid news. We all needed that. Finally done. We needed that. Everybody needed a good chuckle today. Uh, Croc Talk. That might have been better. Tick Croc. I don't know. Croc Talk. Eh, that, both of them are good. Dark Menace. Thank you. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you a bedumps for that. Thank you. Appreciate that. No way. Are you serious? Lost and Found says those dog tags were 25 years old. No way. Is that true? Oh, my gosh. That's insane. 25 years old. Anyway, uh, good evening. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host of Talking Trek Live. I'd like to welcome in a couple of guests. Ripper, uh, Ripper from Ripper's Corner is here. Ripper, it's awful late, buddy. Uh, 2 o'clock in the morning? Right? Let's see, yep. 8 o'clock? Uh, did you get a nap today, or are you just, like, tired, or what's the deal? Why are you here? You just want I don't know. just thought, you know, like after our time away. Our time away. You know, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. I, would I appreciate you in. being here. Yeah, appreciate you up. being here. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that early. I do have some math that I want to get to in a little bit, too. I'd like to, to get your thoughts on. Also, would like to welcome to the show uh, uh, Talking Trek contributor, resident whale, Server 15 aficionado, Big Country is here. Big Country, welcome to the show. Hey, bud. Hey, good evening to you. Welcome. I uh, appreciate you being here. Also, I, I don't see... You know what? I am looking forward. We need to get Vita. We need to get Vita back uh, so that we can have him do some programming for us because I very much would like to start using this new Discord voice thing. Uh, but we can't right now because we don't have uh, Vita's bot set up for our contest gaming inside the new uh, inside the new Talking Trek Studios, which we have built and we have tested, and uh, we are going to be uh, we are going to be trying to use that here in the near future. We just need to get Vita to do some work for us, uh, or Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes says that he's going to be trying to do some stuff too. So uh, we're going to try to do that here uh, coming up very very soon. Uh, and try to get uh, transitioned over there. Yeah, we can't pick a number out of the hat. It's just there's too many people, all right? Uh, would like to welcome in. Um, listen, I see you in the list, sir, okay? And I'm going to call you uh, a Scopely Overlord, okay? Um, I see you. I see you, sir. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. How you doing, my friend? Um, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, could it potentially be, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not going to go any more into it, but just good evening. Welcome to you, sir. Thank you. Listen, let, let's knock this out, okay? I got a ton of people. I got a ton of people. Comment, question, PM. Uh, let me... I, I did not mean to be this dramatic. So let me let me go back in. Ripper says, you know, we took a little time off, and we did. Snake Eyes uh, was still around. I was still around slightly, but I think definitely Snake Eyes, myself, Ripper, uh, a lot of the content creators, we kind of took a day or two off uh, just kind of threw our hands up a little bit. And and so let me let me read this because there was some Q 
confusion. There was some misunderstanding. Uh, and I want to make sure that, that, uh, that everybody is, uh, <laughs> is on the same page. So, uh, first of all, this was what? Monday. Monday at Event Reset, I, uh, I wrote the following message on our Discord shortly after Event Reset when I saw how the new mining events had presented themselves. I said, Dear Community, on behalf of Scopely, I apologize. I'm disappearing because I don't want to offend anyone. Love, peace, and hair grease. See you in three days. DJ. Now, um, what this, this was obviously short. Uh, I was in the th- an emotional throw when I wrote this. And, and I failed to consider, I failed to consider that some people may have thought that, some, that there was fallout from the show, okay? And obviously, that was not the case, okay? Um, <laughs> Pro Feather says, yeah, you left us all wondering about the hair grease part. Come on, you never heard anybody say that? Love, peace, and hair grease? I used to, b- back, okay, <laughs> back in the 90s and early 2000s, like, so early in my career, early in my radio career, I did nighttime radio, okay? I haven't always done morning radio. So I did nighttime radio. I was on from 7 to midnight. All right, so at midnight, I would get off the air. And, of course, I was much younger, all right? I was a young buck. I mean, you, you guys have heard some of the crazy, you know, night jocks, some of the crazy night radio guys, all right? You know, we're loud and, and abrasive and obnoxious. And, and that was my sign-off for seven years. Uh, love, peace, and hair grease. All right, that's, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know where I even got that. Uh, Hal says, night jocks are typically heroin addicts. You know, <laughs> night jocks are weird. Okay, we're very weird. So um, uh, BK says, it's apparent you're a nighttime jock. You speak incessantly about nothing. No, that was the thing. The night jocks didn't really do a whole lot of talking. We played the music. We, you know, we flirted with girls. We, uh, we took phone calls. Like, it was just, it, it was just sloppy radio. It's terrible radio. But, uh, yeah, the morning guys are the ones that ramble. But, uh, anyhow, I left this short message, and then tons of people started messaging. So I, so I came back just an hour or two later. All right, an hour or two later, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write – I'll read this to you. I know a lot of you guys saw it, but for those of you not in the Discord or, or listening on podcasts, I said, hey, folks, let me clear the air. Let me be clear about my previous message. Snake Eyes, Ripper, and myself. And we had already talked about this uh, because we, we had a discussion. We were in our channels, and we were talking – and I said, let me, let me be clear. Snake Eyes, Ripper, and myself, we decided that it just, it, we were just done. We, we threw up our hands in frustration. We had just done the weekend shows. Uh, we talked about what was, what was, in our opinion, very poor about this arc. Um, and, and then we got something else that said, that, that looked like just as bad. Okay, like the mining frenzy, I was kind of hoping was going to be an opportunity to turn it around. And it wasn't, okay? It was, it was literally just as bad, just as in left field, just as far out of the galaxy, the milestones, and, and uh, especially for the fact that they sourced your ticket in a milestone that without a DeVore would have been absolutely insane, okay? Now, granted, yes, if you were able to mine Latinum, then that milestone event was not that difficult, okay? And it fell on a Latinum Mining Monday. So for some of you, you didn't understand why it was tough, but those milestones were gargantuan across the board. And I remind you folks that that research doesn't open up until Ops 27. And even at Ops 27, it's Ops locked as you progress up. So really, it takes a couple of Ops levels, arguably maybe 30, 31, or 32, to for it to really be good. Okay? The message... Uh, 
some people argued, was pushing you again, all right? Pushing you to upgrade the divorce, pushing you to get the divorce, get a divorce or leave, right? Something kind of like that. Because not everybody could do it. And I listen, I have seen this on my chat or on my server. It blows my mind. It blows my mind when I see this on my server. Still to this day, to this day, I see people mining Latinum with Envoys and Horizons. Now, even on Latinum Mining Monday, all right? So how many of these people either don't know how effective the DeVore research is, or could it potentially be that these people still don't have a DeVore? Now, yes, Killer says you really should have one for free by now, but obviously a lot of people don't, okay? A lot of people don't. Now, nothing better says some people use Horizons to hold while they empty their DeVore, and I agree with that. I agree with that, but, I mean, minutes... Tens minutes, fifteens of minutes, halves of hours would go by, and I still see the same people sitting on nodes with their horizons, with their north stars. Folks, not everybody has a divorce, okay? And for Latinum Mining Monday, traditionally, the event has been able to be completed with G3. So some people have never put any importance on it. They've always just done the G3 or the G4 part, all right? Except the ticketed or, or the event that sourced your daily ticket removed the component for G3 and G4, which was another scratch-your-head moment, Ripper. I mean, that yeah. event came out, all right? That event came out, and, and, and by the way, you had to mine either resources or latinum to get your ticket, all right? Then you got your ticket. Then the ticketed events that you could start spending on was more mining, okay, of a different material. It's not even like they've done in the past where, like, you can mine you know, one thing, and it actually satisfied two or three different events. This was a daisy chain of events. Go out and mine steel, all right? Then get your ticket. Then you can mine G3, right, or G4, whatever. It was two totally independent things, and they did not allow you to choose what you wanted to do. What if, Ripper, a player said, you know what, I'm on a very passive server. I'm not allowed to hit out of ROE. I can't take a lat node, uh, this or that. So they decided, well, maybe I'll just go start my ticketed event. Maybe you were fortunate enough to have a ticket from a previous day that you could go ahead and start mining your G3, but maybe you didn't. Maybe you had no tickets, so you were stalled. You couldn't do anything that day until you finished the ticket. All right? It was a, it yeah. was a, it was a weird design. Okay? It was a weird design. This entire mechanic of doing an event to get the tickets to the most events was... Uh... I personally, I like it in the gift chest, okay? And and yeah. and to Scopely's credit, for the last two days, that's what they did. After the first day and after more moaning and groaning and after the, the content creators and even the moderators weren't vocal about it, but even the moderators in private channels were just like, good God, you know, like, <laughs> y'all, you're on your own for this one. All right. I mean, literally, it was, there, was, there were several people that said, listen, we try to help. We try to feed back and... and what? We continue to see things that don't make sense, so we're just going to have to take a step back before I go insane. So then the message, all right? Snake Eyes, Ripper, and I decided that we're, we're just done. Like, there's nothing to talk about. There's literally nothing to talk about. It's all bad. That's, and that's it. There's nothing else to say. So after receiving a bunch of messages that, that I apparently alluded to something bad happening to you, Ripper, uh, to you, Snake Eyes, I said, we're fine. We are completely fine. We've all received tons of messages. Perhaps I mistakenly alluded to something happening to us, so please allow me to clarify. I apologized 
on behalf of Scopely for the terrible events of the day, okay? I didn't apologize to Scopely, and I didn't apologize uh, to the community for my episodes over the weekend. I apologized to the community on behalf of Scopely, because I knew they weren't going to do it, for the terrible events that presented themselves that day, all right? And in, and, and in all fairness, it was kind of just my, my last... My last hurrah, if you would. It was my last little stab at, at just what I had perceived to be b- bad news bears. Okay? I said I was disappearing. And, Go ahead, Rip. I just wanted to say, and not to be all negative, I, I did appreciate that the ticket events for the mining stuff were all equal value. Yes. Yep, that happened. And we're going to talk, we're going to come back because the ticketed events uh, of this mining frenzy. I know some people weren't happy with it. I was actually happier with it than I have been through the first part of the arc, and and clearly Ripper was too. Now, it wasn't my currency of choice, but for a lot of people, even in my own alliance, they said, you know what, this one isn't that bad. There was a fair number of faction credits in it, okay? There there were good faction credits, okay? You know, listen, some people may argue that that's not what they wanted. We want resources, materials, this or that, but the faction credits in there were actually pretty good. All right, Pox says the same thing. I would sacrifice anything to earn faction credits. Uh, you know, need them for ships. We need them for officers. Like, there's a lot of stuff you could use faction credits for. So I actually applauded that one. I said, you know what? That's not bad. The milestones were still crazy high. They were. The milestones were oof. All right, but they were, as Ripper says, equal value. All right, they were equal value, and uh, and and the tickets and everything that that was fine. Okay, my problem with that particular portion was just still that the ticket was behind uh, another event that you couldn't uh, that you couldn't get in to complete. All right, so we said uh, we share in your frustration. We're just taking a break. Uh, we've decided there's nothing more we can do. We've literally said all that we can say. All right, I didn't want to offend anyone, and that was directed at our friends at Scopely. And I say friends, and I said I mean this sincerely. Ripper as well, Snake Eyes as well. We have personal contacts within Scopely HQ. We do not wish to offend them personally. We don't wish to offend their work, as I know how much time has been invested into this arc. It just didn't land, okay? This arc didn't pan out. We have chosen silence over pitchforks, and we wish not to insult our friends that was my ex uh, that was my explanation so for this reason as discussed internally uh the content creators at least you know for for talking trek we decided that we were going to take a step back uh we maintain that this april arc has a great backbone and ripper i know you don't uh disagree with that you've been continuing that mentality or continuing that that uh message delivery as have high this arc has a good backbone it's just been events and, and implementation and rewards and et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we decided to take some time. Ripper, what did you do with your time off? Did you did you get caught up on some work? Did you go get – you told me the other day you drove in a car for the very first time in like a year, right? <laughs> Not a year, but it has been a few months. Yeah, for the first it was, time. It was yesterday. I, was I went I and uh, played some baseball with Oliver today. Uh, it was just, it was nice. It was good. I did very little in the game. Okay. And, and I'm not saying that, uh, that, you know, I boycotted or did this or did that. As a matter of fact, (laughs) I will openly admit that I did in fact purchase the unlock of two of 10. 
All right. Um, so after all of this, after all this griping, I still spent 50 bucks. Um, and that make, does that make me a hypocrite? I think it does probably. Um, but, bit, but, but here's my argument. I see value in that officer. I rate a lot. Okay. I see value in that officer. By the way, I did not compete in any event. And that I think upholds my non hypocriticalness. <laughs> if you, I am, I am still holding strong at zero points in any of the mining events. Well, I have points because I did do the tickets, okay? Uh, but I look in my bracket for gain favor, which is the 2 of 10 leaderboard. First place has 81 million points in my bracket, and my bracket cuts off at 39. I am all the way down in 53rd place. Uh, I have 12 million points, but that's because I've done the ticketed events. Over in risk and reward. Whoa, what a weird event that is. Not even weird, okay? Listen. I loved the concept of PvP and surveyors, okay? I loved the concept of PvP and surveyors. I thought that would be exciting and fun. Except what was the reward, Ripper? <laughs> More tickets. An avatar. More, no, the, no. the, the avatar oh. The avatar was just Wait. for the mining one. The gain favor. Right. Yeah. So No, so, that, no not gain favor. That was risk and reward solo leaderboard. That's right. I had a the faction miner, but I wasn't allowed to be... In the thing, thirty-one. Oh, so so it was obfuscated. You know, here's the thing. I look at risky. You're, you're talking about risky business. Risky business. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, risky business. Solo leaderboard gave tickets. Now, if you look at risk and reward, it pretty much relies on mining. Which, by the way, I did like this mechanic, which was bringing it home. We've talked about this before. This was a good mechanic. I wish they would use this more. All right. This was talking about bringing the resources home. Not just mining them, which I actually very much like. We've seen this before, folks, and we really liked it. Okay? We've seen it in isogen mining, if you guys remember. We saw that. All right? So I really like that mechanic of bringing it home. Not just mining it, but bringing it home. So that was risk and reward. But the, the leaderboard for that is an avatar. And it's only first through fifth place. I'm currently ranked 66th in that leaderboard. I give no... You know what? You want to know something funny? That leaderboard is 40 to 50. Yes, that was another thing that we observed and complained about because after they've talked about tightening the leaderboard brackets, uh, and even in the USS Terror, we got it. We got uh, 40 and 41. We got 42 to 44. We got 45 to 50. And then we come back to this where it's a 40 to 50 bracket. I mean... That it's like it's like they didn't even try on this event. Like it was just there. I, I don't know what the mentality was. Like I don't know. Ran out of time. I, <laughs> I don't know. That one was that one was silly. Forty to fifty. I, I don't get that. All right. Then you same got, goes for the gain favor one, by the way. Yeah, so. you come over here to gain favor. Okay? Good luck winning that one if you're forty. Yeah, if you're forty or forty-one. <laughs> I mean, heck, I'm thirty-nine. I'm at the top of my bracket, and I don't care. Why don't I care, DJ? Because it was a 72-hour miners event. Now, I will say this. One positive tick mark, you couldn't buy this event. You could not buy this event. The raw latinum bribes were on a cooldown, and everything else was just mining. Okay? Just mining. So you could not buy packs to skip the grind. It was a grinder's event, and for that, I'll give, it a, I'll give, I'll give that a positive mark that it was a grinder's event. But here's... Why I was also dissatisfied. It was a grinder's event that paid absolutely squat. 
Nothing. Z- zilch. Okay? And when I say zilch, someone's going to say, well, no, it's got rare officer shards. Yes. Yes, it does. In my bracket, first place after 72 hours of nonstop mining, because that's pretty much what it's going to take to win a mining leaderboard, there is no sleep, or if there is, there's timers, and you're going to have to set it so that you can get up in the middle of the night and cycle your miners out. You can never go over cargo. You can never lose your node. You literally got to be constantly mining. 72 hours for 10 rare shards. Not even an unlock. Not even an unlock. Uh, 25% of an unlock. Which, and again, I wouldn't have complained about that if it was three 24-hour solo leaderboards. If you had had three 24-hour solo leaderboards, each giving 10 shards, then I'm also cool with that. Okay? I'm not saying that you have to give a full unlock, but you want 72 hours, you best dag on pay better than 10 shards. And that was just first place. Second place was only sin, uh, uh, seven. Third through fifth was five. If you got on down to like the 20 through 50 bracket, I mean, basically outside of the top 10, you got two or three shards. Two or three rare shards. Uh, no thanks. Not worth the effort. Don't care that much. All right? Don't care that much. Especially where I'm going to admit. All that effort can be unbalanced by someone with a lucrative, you know, lucrative token. Well, yeah, the lucrative tokens, which there was terminology. And I'm, I'm not even going to fuss at them about the terminology thing. They used the word lucrative, but it wasn't a lucrative system. Uh, they, they, that happened. And I don't even care about that. You know, I know there was some confusion. The name was poorly written, and I agree. But they at least acknowledged that and fixed it early. And, and so for that, I'm cool with that. All right. But um, the, the thing that that aggravated me was just the amount of work. Guys, do we keep saying this big country? Do we keep saying this? The amount of work compared to the payout. All right. So then I observed this. Big. I observed I think this it's a common theme. It's definitely been a common theme over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It has the amount of work what, what, for the payout. Ahead, what I would also found a bit of unfortunate was that, at least in my bracket, the bribe thing was completely useless. It was useless. It was absolutely useless because it didn't give enough points to mean anything. I told you guys to go mine a bunch of raw latinum, kind of hoping that there wouldn't be a cooldown. I kind of hoped that it was going to put emphasis on more than one material. I kind of hoped that maybe some people were going to focus on G4. Others would focus on Latinum and try to see how many refines they could do. Well, the refinery, the bribes were on a cooldown. All right, so not a big deal there. And, and as it turns out, the amount of points you got from a bribe was nickels compared to what you could be mining out in space. If it, you know, if, if top one on my leaderboard has like way over 300 million points. Then 200,000 points ain't doing nothing for you, is it? <laughs> I was going to say ours is. You know, our, all the top three and mine are all over two hundred million. You know, that one million points isn't going to do anything. Yeah, you come in and you've got that's right, one million points that you can get. I guess, I guess, may, like maybe for lower levels, maybe that makes a difference. I don't know. I guess it could have, but I, I guess it could have. I, it's I don't know. just a bit unfortunate, like you know, if you see this and then you're like, well, the bribe. See, here's the thing. I think the bribe should have been a higher. Wait, because it was the new feature. You know, I, I guess that's yeah. what I look at. That was the new feature. That was the new spin. That was the new piece of creativity. So it should have had a higher weight. You basically took a new mechanic, which we liked, by the way. I actually liked it on paper. I thought, ooh, this is kind of cool. I can. And I also, can- like, 
mining enough to get actually get a bribe is not like you have to spend significant amount of time in the game actively playing yeah. to get it, right? Yeah. So it's not like no work at all. That's right. I mean, you're going to have to mine the latinum somehow. You know, you're going to have to get it. And so, you know, maybe not even putting a cooldown on that would have been a cooler mechanic. Uh, and, and then, of course, it needed to increase its weight, you know, because that was the new feature. So that event, just that one fell flat on its face for me. I wasn't, at, I mean, not even in the slightest bit interested. However, <laughs> however, this was, this was big. Listen, I know that we have seen a lot of strategy out of Scopely over the last two years, okay? We've seen a lot of, of thought processes. We've seen some happy accidents. We've seen some dismal failures. We've also seen monetization. We've seen strategies towards increasing spend, i.e. second researcher, okay? The $20 pack and trying to push people and incentivize people towards the $100 pack, okay? I, I acknowledge all of this. Okay, I I don't mind a lot of that because I understand it's a business. You got to strategize. You're trying to monetize. It's a competitive industry out there. I get it. It's fine. But you know, by making this event so worthless to me, I went and spent fifty dollars. Is that not the exact opposite effect it should have? Yet here I am, a big old ultimate doo doo head. You see value in the officer. I do see value in the officer. Are you happy with your purchase? I am happy with my purchase. Ah, so that's all that matters. That is all that matters. And crazy enough, Scopely probably sold a lot of those packs. Big Country, did you buy that pack? Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, how about just, just real quick, real quick raise <laughs> I, of hands. I, I did both. Hey, real quick raise <laughs> of hands. I, Who bought two of ten? They put it out. I figure I need it. So, and listen, I know the mining is, listen, I say this all the time. Mining is such a core component of the game. Anything that helps me mine something faster on another ship, I feel like is worth it because it saves you time down the road. That's how I always view. Yeah. So I like both attributes that the officer has. It's interesting. I do, I do see a lot of players saying that, that they did not. and, and you I would have what? had to take work off to win it, so... Well, but here's the thing, Karkin, you couldn't have won it. You couldn't have won it anyway. Just buy it. Here's the thing. That's what I mean, to buy to win one fourth. Yeah, exactly. If so you might if, as well. If you yeah. So if, multiply whatever your equation is and think of it times it by four. That's yeah. Well, you're you're exactly right. If you had if you had created a twenty dollar pack with half the shards, you might have had more people interested in doing that if they could have ground out the other half. That because the milestone was or the leaderboard was so wackadoo because it was so wildly imbalanced, you literally replaced the emphasis of your event. And I'm sure engagement went down. I saw record numbers of people saying, "You know what? I'm going to take I'm going to take a couple days off with you, DJs. I'm just going to take a day or two off. There's nothing for me in the game. I'm not willing to grind for 72 hours for 10 officer shards, uh, an officer that is impossible to obtain free to play." All right, he's, uh, he's monetized only. There is not a path to unlock him this arc, okay? And we've seen officers like this in the past. Where's DuPont, okay? Fortunately, DuPont made it into the event store, but he wasn't going to. <laughs> what were their plans for DuPont? You see what I'm saying? So acquisition of these officers, you got to be a little bit concerned with that down the road. All right? Jerry Ryan says, you know, I'm kind of with you, DJ. I halfway wonder if the event was intentionally poor 
to make people buy him. I hope that that's not the case, but we've seen Stranger Things, Jerry Ryan, and I sincerely, I, I wish, I, I don't know if, if that was the intent. I can't think that it would be. I can't believe that that would have been the intent because Scopely wants engagement. But at the same time, that's exactly what happened. The event was so bad, <laughs> big, it pushed people to buy in, which is crazy. Which maybe, is not what maybe, we want. Maybe. I mean, we'll see because I think time will tell. If they keep doing, let, listen, you know, if they keep doing the same things, I, because I, you know, I hear people talking all the time. I think that it will eventually turn players off and there'll be. There's no doubt. Less, you know, there's. There's no yeah, doubt. Yeah, listen, so. you, you've had you've had a bad March, and we've had a bad start to April. And and listen, some players are losing their cool. Some players are losing interest. Some players oh, are. I've seen, I've, seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of comments of people like, "Oh, they've had enough, and they've actually just given up the game. They've just they've just gone." Yeah, I I yeah. got a screenshot. I don't remember who it was from now, but I uh, I got a screenshot with a beautiful a beautiful resignation letter from an admiral on a server. Um, it was actually a very moving letter. It was intelligently written. You could tell the guy was torn up about it. After two years in the game, he left the game. And, and, uh, and he left the game with a great deal of responsibility and, and pride. And, and the letter was beautiful. The letter to his server and to his alliance mates was absolutely beautiful. You could tell that, oh. this, was a, that this was a guy who had put his right. heart and soul into the game and and basically just said I've been disappointed for the last time. You know, it's one of those fool me once, shame on you. Fool me for the 788th time. <laughs> yeah. Shame on me. Yeah. You know, and and he hung it up. He quit the game. Mm. And and you could tell That's it was a shame. It's a shame when anybody quits, especially and I'm not you know, only because like obviously I live it, you know, and stuff, but when admirals leave, it's just it just uh that's kind of sad cuz you know that that's somebody who probably, in most cases, put like a lot of time and effort. There's no doubt. Into the game. There's no doubt yeah. that this. Gentleman... When I leave, it's going to be. Epic. I'm having an epic meltdown. I'm <laughs> epic meltdown. You know, it. I'm going out blaze of glory. There you go. I mean, here's the thing. It, it was just. It was sad to see. It was sad to read. Uh, I. I. It. It was a letter that kind of tugged at me emotionally, and I was very sad mm-hmm. to read it. Uh, and I wasn't sad for Scopely. I wasn't sad that they lost a player. I'm sad for his community. I'm sad for his alliance. I'm sad for his friends that he's made in this game. I'm sad for his team that has come to rely on him and has worked with him over the last two years. Folks, there is a huge, huge aspect of this game that does not involve Scopely. But Scopely has their hand in it. And, uh, and, and you know, at the end of the day, we're here for a good time. We're here for for entertainment we're here for gameplay release from real life and when this game stops being any of those things then you gotta evaluate i am sad that that player in particular left because i know it caused him pain and and for that reason i say scopely please i i know that churn is a percentage number for you but it's not for us okay it's a real thing these are our friends these are our community. These are our teams. You have put so much emphasis on team play. All right? Churn cannot be a number for you. Every player needs to be important to you. Every player needs to be retained. Okay? I know that, that people download this game every single day. 
And I know churn is a real thing, and I know it's a number, but I'm here to tell you, for your most loyal and veteran players, churn is not a statistic. Well, for a game like this, churn is primarily limited to new players. Primarily, and I believe, and, and, I, and, and I say this objectively, I believe that Scopely is, has taken advantage of that fact, Ripper. Okay, honestly, I, I think that we see events and we see deployments and we see monetization, and I think that, that loyalty has been taken for granted. Okay, in some cases. Sometimes, yes. I think in some cases. I don't mean that they're intentionally exploiting. I don't mean that they're intentionally trying to push us to our limits. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying it's been taken for granted. Scopely, you've got to remember, we are the customer. We are valuable to you. Okay? Whether I mean, of course, there are people at Scopely that try to make more money. Of course. I mean, I mean I'm, and it's I, business. I, I'm not, they want to make more money. That's... I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But you, you also need to have somebody there. That that looks at churn more than than a percentage. You know what I'm saying? Like it, you need you need to be looking at your at your six month plus churn or your twelve month plus churn. Like that should be a huge, huge, huge area of concern. And and if that number is greater than 001 percent, okay. And and I know I'm being a little bit dramatic, but but I'm telling you, your customers who have been here as long as they have, that, that consume hours a week of content, that consume hours a week of your game, that spend money in the game, okay? And I know, I know, it might not be 0.1%, but I'm here to tell you, any player, any player that leaves, that's been in this game for, for 12, 18, 24 months, you should be looking at that. There, there should literally be an exit interview. I know that I'm sounding crazy, but, but guys... Think about this. Somebody who's been in a game for 24 months, who has spent money, Scopely, you should take an interest in that player. They've been a loyal consumer for 24 months. Why are they leaving? You should be talking to these people. I mean, I mean that seriously. If I decided to quit today, if I decided, don't get any wrong ideas, I'm not, but if I did, I would absolutely, absolutely expect a PM, an email, a phone call. I know that's crazy, but I do expect it. I know it would never come, okay? But I'm telling you, you want to work on loyalty, you want to work on retention, there's how you do it, all right? Because listen, you don't have hundreds or thousands of people a day quitting this game. It would not be crazy difficult for you to have a guy or two reach out to somebody who has been with you for years and say, hey, we're sorry. How can we get you back? Guys, every major business has a retention team. Call up anybody. Call up SiriusXM. Call up Dish TV. Call up DirecTV or the cable company. Call up Verizon Wireless or AT&T or T-Mobile. All right, tell them you want to cancel. Who do they put on the line? It's not customer service. It's not tech support. They put on a retention team. Okay? They want to keep your business. And I think that that would be something that Scopely would benefit from. Just saying. All right? 
That is something that Scopely would benefit from. I think he would add to the personal touch, and that's what's missing over the last two months is personal touch. Now, that being said, these events, <clears throat> just like the first week with the Swarm events, they get a failing grade for me, with one, uh, you know, with one exception. I still, You know what, Ripper? I'm still going to give it a failing grade. Okay, because the implementation, the mining, one material to get the ticket, then to mine another material, it, it, it was all sloppy. Okay, however, Ripper said this early in the show, and I'm going to give him, uh, I'm going to give him the point uh, that Scopely does deserve. You take a look at the ticketed events, and even though it wasn't resources and materials, which doesn't matter, okay, in this particular case, this was good. This was good because we had exact. Equal values across all three. They just varied by faction, folks. This is the right path. This is the right mechanic. Equal value, choose your material. Scopely, this one was well done mechanically. The milestones were arguably still rough. <laughs> it would have been very difficult for players to do all three, I think, unless you were a very high-level player. All right? But the, the mechanic of this, of this ticketed event was good. Okay. El Cheapo's got it right. Good ticket, good value. You just can't get to the ticket. Well, you couldn't on day one. You couldn't on day one. But then on day two, Ripper, another piece of improvement, they actually scrapped an event. You know, it's crazy because we asked them to scrap the research event, and that didn't happen. But they scrapped the obtaining of the ticket event uh, and just gave you the ticket in the chest. All right? Now, I was I would, honestly surprised. I would go one step further. I would go one step further and say, hey, uh, you could have kept that event. I was, I'm okay with that event. As a matter of fact, taking it away took away rewards, people. Okay? But what they should have done, and I know I'm, I'm nitpicking here, they should have just given the ticket in a chest like they did last month. And I hope that that's what we see for the remainder of the arc. I hope that's what we see in future arcs. Just gift the ticket. All right? But by losing that one event, we have lost rewards. And by the way, I personally would have completed it because my Devor is of appropriate stature, <laughs> okay? I, again, like I was saying earlier, I didn't have a whole lot of problem with that first event because I did mine Latinum. I was mining Latinum for Latinum Mining Monday. So I had no major problem with that first event. I know a lot of people did, all right? But I, you know, I did it, and I was okay. An issue I had with them switching it over to the gift chest was I didn't know they did. I had enough tickets to do my events yesterday. Didn't know there was a gift chest. I didn't claim it till midnight. I've got no event tickets left, so I can't even claim my ticket till 10 o'clock tonight to even start it. Oh, because of your daily reset or the, uh, the cool down. The cool <laughs> That's probably something that didn't get thought out either. But, but you know, that in and of itself is probably not the worst thing that could have happened. I, obviously, it inconvenienced you. I get it, I, and I understand that. I'm not discounting it. But I know that that wasn't something that was long thought out because they had to do it on the fly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that, one, that one's a, a little silly, you know, with that. But, but again, I, I just go back and I say, you know, it just feels like everything is reactionary. Everything is reactive instead of being proactive. And that's, that's what I keep saying. I mean, I, you know, that's what I just keep saying over and over and over again. If you, if you look at this stuff before it goes live, and, and you get some people involved, I think it can go I think it can go much, much better. Ripper, I mean, I don't see how I don't see how this stuff, if they ran it by a couple of players, I don't see how this stuff would ever make it to the game. It would have been adjusted, it would have been fixed, and it would have been 
much more positively received, I think. Yeah. Um, For sure. I, I believe so. Now, that all being said, I am going to now give you uh, a little bit of insight into the conversation, uh, the multiple conversations. Listen, I'm not going to I'm not going to regurgitate it all. Let me just tell you that after the weekend, multiple multiple individuals from Scopely reached out. Okay, um, they were all professional and kind. They all understood my frustration. Nobody had uh, a nobody had a crossword to say to me. Okay, nobody came and and yelled at me for our content. No one threatened to fire me or do anything silly. Okay, nobody. They responded exactly as they should have responded, which was kind, professional, and uh, and inquisitory about why I felt the way I did. <laughs> Yes, looter. So we're still official. <laughs> All right. So uh, I appreciate that. All the individuals that I got a chance to talk to, thank you for taking the time. All right. Uh, I want to very carefully uh, go through some of this conversation. And I say very carefully because obviously there's a lot of stuff in here that I cannot share. Okay. What I can tell you is that they have been receptive to my explanation of what ticketed events should be, okay? Uh, For example, this is a piece of something that I wrote, all right? Ticketed events, let's go back to February. Resources and materials, right, Ripper? Equal amounts, right, Ripper? February was received so well. I, I put, I'm not sure I see the need to reiterate something that people love. February was the truest player's choice. Choose your material. But none of the requirements were spender's objectives. And this is where Big Country and Gregor made their point. Okay? The, the, the materials, the 7% we talked about. Listen, even Big Country said, listen, I'm not going to necessarily fuss about faction credits or recruit tokens or ship XP if it's an appropriate amount, an appropriate percentage for someone of his level, if they don't require the spend of other monetary currencies to obtain them. Because what we got to remember, people, is that the ticketed events are already a pay event. The ticketed events are already buy-in. So why then should I have to buy to complete the buy-in event? Which is exactly what we complained about in March. Double dipping. All right. None of these requirements, this is back to my comment, none of these requirements should have been spender's objectives. Mind this, kill that, help the alliance. If you want to do something as far as a spend, make it a non-pay commodity. Spend green data in the rogue or outlaw stores. Spend charge nanoprobes. Spend raw latinum, which it's kind of what we got with the bribes. Okay, the the bribes are obvious. Listen, that mechanic, that hook exists. We know it exists, so use that hook. Okay, use that hook. We now know that you can track the spending of raw latinum, which means you can probably track the spending of green data and charge probes and active probes and inert probes and and any else that's grindable in this game. Big country, let me ask you a question. If you were given an actual event, now I know that you've got a deep tier eight Franklin A now. You're playing in generation two of Swarm. 
Would you be opposed to a swarm event for a ticket that involved obtaining original frequency modulators? Obviously, it's outdated content for you. But not everybody could get to the Mark IIs. Not only that, but using a ticketed event for Mark IIs would be tough because those hostels don't drop very many. <clears throat> but you for- know, uh, if if it was an amount that would help me in my refund, you know, like a, an amount that I actually refund, like my lowest amount is one million. So right now I have like thirty-two million. Yeah, but God, you so wouldn't want to—you wouldn't want to go out and, and and farm a million frequency modulators. What if they told you, "Hey, go"? No, you're you're, you're asking if the if the gift was modulators. Did no, you, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Were, if I, the reward was no. Let me rephrase. What if the I'm requirement? Sorry. It. What if the ticketed event said, "Go farm fifty thousand or twenty-five thousand. Let's make it twenty-five thousand because that could probably be done with most people's daily swarm." Go mine 25,000 original frequency modulators. I mean, you know, I know that that's outdated content for some people. Right, right. But that's infinitely grindable, and it's cheap, and it can be done for a ticketed event. That was my idea, was do something that is a non-pay commodity. There's a dozen of these in the game. A dozen of these in the game. Ticketed events have gone from pay for the tickets only to pay for the tickets and then pay again to do the ticketed event. All right. So that was that was a huge part of of my feedback. But I also mentioned, of course, the leaderboard brackets, you know, those were supposed to be tighter. And then we went to 40 through 50. You know, it's just just like once like somebody said, one step forward, two steps back. Okay, Mm -hmm. Um, the the rare leaderboard. This was a part of my conversation. Why is there only 10 shards there? Why? You know, for 72 hours like that, that to me, 72 Total hours, like, even if it's passive, listen, those players are setting timers, okay? Those players, big, those players are setting timers, okay? They're putting a huge priority on the game. Even if they don't have to sit there and watch it, they're setting timers to come back into the game more than they probably otherwise would to swap out ships or this or that. And if they got three or four or five ships out running, they're in the game a lot. But they even do that for Latinum Rush. I mean, look at Latinum Rush. You're spending 24 hours mining, and you get, what, 300 Alliance credits if you place first? Yep. Yeah. No, yes. a lot of the events that require, to me, a lot of the events that require the most amount of work is is uh, is awful, you know. In the payout. Which so, is where we come back to. Like, the payout. There, there, needs yeah, to be a, there needs to be a massive overhaul of 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 uh, recurring events okay like faction hunt okay faction hunt people love that i get it why people love it you know the payouts are great but you know what the mechanics are a little out of date that probably needs to be refreshed latin mining monday how old is that now a year it's time for a refresh you know the economies expand and this is a proof positive i will give scopely a little bit of long-term credit here this is proof positive that our economy has expanded. Folks, if these events paid out what we consider to be good, then our economy is stagnant. The fact that we feel that these events don't pay what they're worth is because our economy is more advanced than it was when the event was introduced. That in and of itself is a barometer for what our economy expansion is. And for that, I will give them a thumbs up. But we have to 
evolve. We've got to reiterate. These things need to be refreshed. Okay? they got to be refreshed. Um, let me... Uh, let me put this here, okay? And and let me I'm going to be very careful in how I read this this commentary, okay? This response. <clears throat> Scopely uh and and I'm paraphrasing cuz I'm not going to read it out loud, okay? I wanted to give you a, a small piece of the feedback that we've gotten. We've gotten nothing quite Listen, I think that officially we got some response, okay? Because they dropped the event, they put the ticket in a gift chest. Uh, they added materials to this and that. They did make a few modifications to these events while they were live. Well, not while they were live, but on the next iteration. And, and so they're hearing our feedback, and this was obviously something that they could have, that they could have touched on. This is something that they could have uh, reiterated to, and they did. All right, so I appreciate that. Um, one, uh, one comment from Scopely was that they hear me on the ticketed event philosophy, okay? They understand that our wish for ticketed events would be base resources and materials with maybe anything extra as, quote, a cherry on top. Not a replacement, mind you. They do agree that the ticketed events are considered premium and understand that we feel that because these are pay events, they should require less effort while giving either the same rewards or even better than a normal event because it is premium. It's buy-in. It's pay. All right? Um, I'm not sure if I should say this, but I'm going to, big country. They uh, they told me, and, and again, I, I do extremely apologize that this is not something I should say, but I, I, I think that it's good, and I think that it demonstrates that you're hearing and that you're reacting, even if the community can't see it. I want to help the community see that, that I at least, I personally feel like you are trying to come up with a plan over there. So when I say this, it's not that I'm trying to uh, blow up anybody's spot on Scopely. I think, you know, they haven't made this announcement and I'm going to make it for them because I want you guys to see that I do think that they are scrambling over there to try to get something done for us. Uh, but Big Country, they have pulled the research ticketed event for the remainder of the arc. That will not reiterate again and uh, and it was scheduled to. Okay? So uh, that... I know you say big whoop in the chat. I personally, I call that good. That means it's going to be replaced with something else that hopefully isn't as bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hopefully it'll be replaced with something that is not as bad. All right. Um, and and uh, somebody, Wham, says, well, if they replace it with Builder, that's not good either. I don't think so. That would... Personally, and, and I'm joking halfway here, if they did that, that would be a very big slap in the face. Okay? I would personally take insult if they replaced it with the Builder one. Okay? <laughs> I believe that they're going to replace it with something along the lines of what we have asked, which is, you know, something a little less effort. And, and you know, hey, maybe by that time they've had a chance to refresh the rewards a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. All they've told me is that that particular event will be pulled, all right? And for, for me, that is that is a minor victory, okay? That is a small pull, 
All right, that's a small pull. Uh, Element of P says, hey, uh, they can adjust an event while it's running. In the very first uh, Parabellum, they didn't have the multiplier versus heavies. Uh, I was 25 enterprises in when it was injected into it. I'm not saying that they can't modify. First of all, I think that that might possibly be incorrect, LMNOP. They cannot change. Okay, I know this to be fact. They cannot change scoring metrics of an event while it is live. They can, they can change milestone rewards, but they can't even change the milestone levels while it is live. So what may have happened, what you may be remembering, LMNOP, is perhaps, you know, you were running it. Maybe they pulled it. Okay. Um, okay. I take it back. The Scopely Overlord that is listening right now says, yes, that is doable because he was the one who did it. All right. So apparently that can be done. I, I, was, I was misunderstanding of that. Apparently, okay. Here's apparently if the, if the multiplier is already there, then they can adjust the multiplier. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. If the multiplier was not there, LMNOP, then it can't be it can't be added to the event. But if the multiplier was already in the scoring metric, they were able to go in and, and change the number. Okay, so that's uh, they can't add extra scoring mechanics, but they can modify the scoring mechanics that are existing. So okay, thank you for that insight. Thank you. All right, there you go. Thank you very much. So yeah, modifying a, 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 an event you know, to create or to, or to change the scoring metrics, that can't be done, okay? Cannot, yeah, basically Snake Eyes has got it. They can change a parameter. They cannot add or remove parameters. I think that's, that's probably a, a safe summation, okay? So uh, anyway, that was, uh, that was some of the conversation. And, and by the way, um, I spent a great deal of time. You know, all the time that I told you I was going to take away from the game, I actually ended up spending probably half of it on the phone. Um, or, or in chat, I will give a shout out to another Scopely Ops member who was on the phone with me, and I'm not exaggerating, folks, 40 minutes, 40 minutes. This makes me feel heard, okay? And, and I know that you guys don't get that benefit, but as somebody wrote to me today, and I, and I want to read this uh, very quickly because I, I felt um, I was somewhat moved by this, and I want to thank... Uh, I'm not even going to read your name, but I'm going to thank the person who wrote this. He said, listen, I don't know why you decided to apologize to the community, which, by the way, it wasn't, I wasn't apologizing for anything that we had done. It, he was misunderstanding my quote. Um, but he says, listen, you are uh, a voice of the community. If we don't have you to say what we think, then who can? They don't listen to us. They listen to you. If they did not, you would not be a CC. That's arguable. <laughs> but thank you for the sentiment. We need you to stand your ground. We need you to back up, shill or not, friend or not. This show is what we need. If we all didn't believe in this, we wouldn't be here. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that very, very much. Okay? I, I want to draw a few things uh, 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 draw a few things out. Okay? A... 
I, I may have a better line of communication with them, but trust me, they do listen to you guys, okay? They just don't communicate directly with you guys as much as they might with me. And that's, that's just simple communication to the masses versus communication to an individual, okay? That's fine. Um, standing my ground has never been an issue. Now, listen, I'm not going to be inflexible either, all right? I'm not, I'm not going to go in there and, and shout and stamp my foot and, and say this is how it needs to be. I'm willing to do give and take. Uh, I've said it on this show. I'm willing to go in and compromise. I'm willing to to accept some of their, you know, accept some of their their methodologies to get some of the methodologies that we want. All right. I have said this big country, <laughs> even in gameplay, you and I have had conversations about the fact that I am more of a diplomat than some other people. Okay, guys, that, that's what this is. This is not me going in and throwing a temper tantrum. This is diplomacy. This is uh, having a conversation where both people want to make the game better, and they do want to make the game better. They don't want people being angry. All right? So, yeah. All right? Anyway, I appreciate your comments. I do. Thank you very much. Um, and, uh, and, and I will. I will always continue to fight for the players where it's deserved. Sometimes we're a bunch of weirdos, okay? And what we say doesn't make sense. <laughs> Sometimes, all right? I.E. second researcher. You know, we kind of got what we asked for. It's hard for me to take a position otherwise, all right? I personally believe that second researcher is worth a little bit more than second builder. I bought that pack. By the way, I got it as a buff. I got it as a side effect because I didn't... Listen, I would have bought the $20 pack if that's the only way to have gotten it. I would have because I found value in it, right, Big? But I didn't even buy my pack for that. I bought my pack for the resources that I got in the $100 pack, okay? <laughs> now, you know, that's what, I, that's what I bought, all right? And then I got second researcher is added value because I wanted that big pack. All right, I bought it for the resources in there. So, you know, that's, that's what I was after. Um, but nonetheless, you know, sometimes we ask for things. Now, you know, some of you guys, are, some of you guys are, are being a little bit silly in here, but now you're asking for second scrapper. Okay? <laughs> Big country. Now, let me ask Ripper. Ripper, are you still awake? I know it's getting late, buddy. I am awake. Ripper, yes. let me ask you. It is, it is just almost 3 a.m. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. No big deal. Uh, let me ask you, Ripper, if we're exploring the ideas of second something, what would be the next iteration that you think the community would want, and what do you think that it could or would cost? I think second repair. Second repair. I'm with you. Second repair. Uh, some people have talked about second scrapper. Look, you, you guys, listen, listen, shh. Be careful. Be careful. I'm not talking about myself. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking about what the majority Shinjo, of people... yes! Second part steel generator F, please. That's... <laughs> That's good. You know, yeah, Looter says, you guys be careful. Next time it's going to be $50. You know, there are a lot of second things that we could explore. We should be somewhat careful in what we consider that would be our next request and how badly we say we want it, okay? To be perfectly honest with you, I do like the idea of second repair. 
Uh, but uh, let me ask. Second ACC for multiple armadas running at the same time. I would almost like a second a second armada slot. I think I'd like that more than second repair. Let me ask you guys a question. All right. Let me ask you. Would you – I mean, how many people actually wait for their repair timers to, to go out? Like, is that a thing? Do a lot of people do that? Because I don't wait on my repairs. To me, a second repair – No, there are people that do it. Yeah, how Mo- about, most of them are not here, though. Does anybody but, wait for the helps on the repairs? To take I do not, but I know many people do. I – Depending on how much of a time crunch I'm in, I will wait for helps. Uh, but if I mean, if I'm in the heat of something, if I'm in, ba- no, I don't. Heck, I don't even use speed ups. If I'm in the middle of something big, I use lat and I roll. Okay, I w- I don't even want to use. It's not a about me. It's about giving the helps to my alliance so they can get their daily done. That's why I do it. Well, yeah, but Active Alliances really have no problem with that, dude. After I mean, I was done. I was done with my helps daily last night. You know what I'm saying? Like I. I that I don't think is a concern about a lot of people. I, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. What do what do people? You, you know what? We're not even going to talk about this. We're not even going to talk about it, guys. I, I'm just. Urging, I'm just saying. I'm that, a little I think bit of there are a lot of people that are not here that would want second repair. Okay. All right. Uh, let me ask you this crazy thought. All right. I like this. Um, would you pay? And by the way, I'm not not at all even suggesting that it's possible. Don't even know if it's possible. <laughs> That's what we want. Don't even know if it's possible. Okay. But would would a fourth bridge slot be something that people would want to buy? Hmm. Wow. You know what? I, w- I would Look argue that it's never going to, to happen. It if it came out. Look at the chat. Overwhelming no. I'm surprised about that. A lot of people saying that would actually break the game. It'd be, it'd be even more OP. Maybe, maybe. Um, you you, you wow. actually can't do it. You would have to redesign every every ability, every ship, PVE. Mm. All right, Scopely. That's never going to happen. Scopely, come to the 8.55 p.m. Eastern time mark in my chat room if you don't believe me when I say that uh, an extra bridge slot is being overwhelmingly shot down as the absolute worst idea ever. Sorry, okay, I thought that was a cool idea. <laughs> it is not a bad idea, but but it's down, so much work to actually it. make it not broken. If the ship that is just not going to happen. Slot that you could put on it be useful, but if you have to pay for it, yeah, no, I get it. Okay, I was just curious. I'm just curious. I was just wondering. Okay, uh, anyway, I would want something entirely different. But what do you what do you want Ripper? for that? What no. do you want? We would have to go way back before this game even released. Hmm. And go with something entirely different on how ships work. Like? He wants to call it Star Wars. And some people <laughs> might actually, some people at Scopely might actually know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we want to call this. It has, this, it has uh, the same name of something we recently got. But uh, it was way different. Okay, so and I, I prefer it that way. I have no idea what you're Basically, about. you buy a hull and you, and you install components that you can buy. Oh. And you can you have you have you have a budget on 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 some energy things you can distribute and you can put more weapons in it instead of shield or how so like uh, per- anyhow ship, ship personalization yeah no I get it I get it okay listen uh, guys that's that's cool for that small little brainstorming session and and like I said I I wanted to kind of set the record straight on what Scopely's response has been to me obviously 
the conversations have been long, okay? I, and I'm not privy to share you everything that's been talked about. I, I do know about more stuff that we have discussed, about what can come, what can we do. Scopely, Scopely is interested in saving this arc, obviously, okay? They have not liked some of the things that I have, ha- I have had to say as far as suggestions. Like, they're, they're like they, they don't like them. And, and that's fine. They don't have to like them, but, but they do have to do something. Okay, and that's kind of been that's kind of been my my message back and forth when we've talked about this stuff is, listen, I'm not here to tell you how to play your game or tell you how to write your game. But what I can tell you is this doesn't work. And and I have always believed in if I'm going to tear something down, I'm going to offer a solution to build it back up. All right. That's one of the biggest things about feedback giving. I think that that I have always been a huge fan of is I'm not just going to tell you something's bad. I'm going to suggest how it can be fixed. Now, you may not like it and you may have another idea about how to make it better. And that's fine. I'm totally cool with that. Okay, but some of the things that I have given to them, they have liked some of the stuff that I've given to them. They have not liked. Okay, so we will see. All right. I know that they're they're tinkering. I know that they're talking. I don't get to sit in every single meeting where they talk, okay? I don't get to do that. Uh, when they want to talk to me, they come and talk to me. And, uh, and they did, very much so. Over the last three days, I've probably talked to them more than I have in the last three months, to be honest with you, and I appreciate that. They recognize that the community is, is in a little bit of a state of dissatisfaction, all right? And, and I might even argue and say that because... Uh, and, and some of you guys tease me, and I'm going to take a break right after this. Some of you guys tease when I say that I am Grand Chill Master Extreme, all right? Uh, but I would argue that because of that reputation, when I go off the deep end, <laughs> it means a little something, okay? I mean, again, I, and I'm not saying that's why. I don't know why. Maybe they just, maybe they just had more time this week to, to talk, you know, whatever. Okay, but but people spent time talking to me this week uh, on a greater degree of of scale than normal. And I thank them for that. And I appreciate that. And uh, and and you know what? I'll wrap up uh, this segment with this comment from from somebody over there, which I very much appreciated. And I'm going to read this uh, very quickly. Right here. I know, and, and, and this, again, is a piece of, of conversation that was probably private, but I think that it has merit, and I don't think that it reveals anything, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it with you. I know it can be frustrating when it feels like your feedback is falling on deaf ears. And, and he was talking to me because I, I, he, he saw what I did over the weekend. I know it can be frustrating when it feels like your feedback is falling on deaf ears, but trust me, it is not. Oftentimes, it is a balancing act, and we're forced to react instead of, uh, instead of proact. But we do our best to create the best outcome, no matter the cards dealt to us. And, and I buy into that. I believe in that because, for example, there were things that failed this month that came from different departments. Okay? For example, the Armada cost thing. Okay, that was not from ops. It's not from ops. Okay, the broken two of ten, not from ops. Okay, uh, that those would arguably, I guess, be from design. 
You've got a couple of other, uh, they cited one or two other tech issues, which would be engineering, okay? So it, it, it probably has been compounded a little bit by some things that are, that are out of the ops guy's control. And I buy that, Ripper. I, I don't know about you, but I buy that. You know, I share in yep. Ripper's frustration. Ripper has a frustration. Ripper has a frustration with the design team. Why can we not write a new officer without repeating the same mistake a dozen times? I think and it's literally the same mistake. I'm I, not, this is not maybe close. It's the same one. It is. Why? And this There's, shouldn't happen. It shouldn't. This shouldn't happen. There's no excuse for it, Scopely. None. Okay. Like what is design doing? That, that this same error happens time and time again. Every time there's a new officer come out, you get the code backwards. I, I don't understand that. Okay? Like, how does that happen? It's weird. Okay? Here, here's another thing. We've got age-old tickets in here, and I understand that some things may not be a, as big a priority, but, you know, hey, we've been asking about the protected cargo bug since December. It's been in the game since August of 19. Okay, where are we with that? Protected cargo is a thing. All right, I mean, or huh. not? Depends. Where are we with Barassa? Barassa's been broken for four weeks now. Where are we with Barassa? You know, I mean, goodness, there, there are, there's some housekeeping things here. <laughs> All right, so this is, you know. Listen. And many of those are not, not ops-related, you know? The, none of them, by the way, none of them are ops-related. None of them, <laughs> okay? None of that stuff has to do with ops. So, so like Chick says, I feel like ops gets caught holding the bag of poop sometimes. You know, we used to joke that that was panic. He got caught hanging, hanging on to the bag of poop a lot. And, and, you know, Ares, I think, handled the last couple days with a great degree of class. He was in the official Discord, but very politely and simply said, listen... You know, I can send you feedback. There's absolutely nothing I can do at this point. And he's telling the truth. Okay? He's telling the truth. So yeah, It's always the people on the front lines that get, you know, that take the negativity brunt, yeah, that, that about take the everything. Yeah. So, anyway. Which is unfortunate. It is. It is unfortunate because those are the people we got relationships with, and they, they seem to be, you know, super nice individuals. But then, you know, when things go wrong, we get a, we get to start yelling at them. So... Uh, anyway, listen. So now we just have to make sure next month <laughs> has to be amazing. Next month. You hear us, Scopely? All right. And and Ripper and I may or may not know what's coming. Next month has to be amazing. Like, you've had two arcs. Two arcs that have been less than desirable. I'm telling you, next month has to be a grand slam. It's got to be a knockout There's punch. still time to change things. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid for April. That's right. We got we got to fix this one. But for whoever's working on May, just know that I have the fullest faith and confidence in how amazing you can be. Don't be scared. Okay? Don't be scared. Next month needs to rock my socks off. And I say that from the entire community. Next month needs to rock our socks off. It has to happen. All right? Uh, we cannot afford a third arc with this level of deployment. All right. 
can't happen. Folks, we're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into the teaching. I spent a little bit more time on this, but I know a lot of you guys were curious and definitely wanted to know about Scopa's response, and, and that's great. But we're getting back to basics, Ripper. Coming up right after the break, we're going to dive into a little bit of math, but not a whole lot of math, per se, just some, some patterns, some trends. Plus, shout out Big Country, who is here, who actually has done testing for us with the brand new Jayla card. We're going to start from the very beginning. Swarm Crew. From OG Franklin all the way up to Ops 35, all the way into New Franklin, New Swarm, and New Swarmadas. We're going to talk about early crews, and we're going to progress forward all the way up to 5 of 10, to Pike, and to Jayla. We're going to talk about all of that coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Gall State Insurance. You won't believe the premiums we've got the nerve to charge. Take me out to the ball game, 10% of the crowd. We can have peanuts and cracker jacks. CDC says there is no handheld snack, so let's root, root, root with our masks on. If we get sick, it's a shame, cause there's one, two, three new vaccines at the old ball game. to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'd like to welcome you back in. And yes, don't you, don't you want me, baby? Uh, that is, <laughs> that's the message tonight. Come on, Scopely. Come on, treat us, treat us like that lover. Like that, you know, big country, everybody has one of these stories. Everybody has the one that got away, right? Not, I mean, not like everybody, but like everybody has like, you know, that one girlfriend back in high school or college or that one boyfriend, you know, uh, all throughout your younger days. And it's just like, you know, once in a while you, you, you think about him, you're like, you know, what could have been, what could have been 
All right, uh, Scopely, we don't want to think about what could have been. All right, we want you to show us the love and affection. We want all the love, all the dub, all the good stuff. All right, that's what we want. All right. Um, <laughs> you guys are saying, uh, yeah, your mirror universe soulmate, right? Uh, Ripper, uh, who is your, who is your ISS soulmate? <laughs> who, who would it be? Tell us, tell us her first name. I don't know. No. Okay. I was just curious. I mean, maybe, maybe not a thing. Uh, I was just, just curious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you just kind of keep thinking, you know, what if? Uh, Big Country says, yeah, you know, I remember this one time I threw a taco away. I missed that taco. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I missed that taco. Yeah. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. Let's get back to what Teaching Trek does best, all right? Or what Talking Trek does best. It's Teaching Trek. Ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do here today. Uh, Yes, Adjudicator, this is a podcast. It is recorded, and we publish on all your favorite podcast platforms, okay? We publish on iTunes and uh, Google Podcasts and iHeartRadio, and Amazon Alexa, and every, I mean, there's a ton of places, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, Castro, TuneIn Radio, like, there's all kinds that it goes to, okay, and and you can, uh, yeah, Spotify, we're on Spotify, so you can check it out, all right, uh, and <laughs> Infinite Key says, and Alexa wakes up, Alexa, tell me the weather, <laughs> you guys can thank me later, um, all right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The best thing is still listening live at 3 a.m. Uh, Ripper, you're the best, man. You're the best. All right. So, hey, Doc, chill. <laughs> he says, get to the Swarm Cruise. All right. So, let, me, let us do this. We're going to back up. We're going to take a trip down memory lane, big country, okay? We're going to start all the way back at the OG Franklin, okay? Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3. Swarm Crew, okay? You got to think. Those are lower level 20 players. All right, maybe mid-level 20s. Probably don't have Pike yet. We're going to still go back. We're going to use Cadet Uhura. Cadet Uhura. Cadet Uhura. Cadet uh, Bones. Some people always argue between Cadet Kirk and Cadet Bones. Uh, I always went uh, Cadet Uhura as captain, Cadet Bones or Cadet McCoy on the side, and then Talon. Okay, Talon. Those were all three common officers. They were a great combination for for swarm at the early levels okay at the early levels um then you started uh, progressing your franklin the franklin offered damage boost against these swarm so you started progressing uh, progressing on into your late 20s early 30s maybe even mid 30s up until a couple of weeks ago where it capped out um ops 35 is essentially required uh, for most of the galaxy research that really helps with your swarm, maybe even 36, 37, where you can kind of cap that stuff out. All right. But as you progress on, there were other crews that eventually got better. Uh, once you were able to grind out Pike, once you were able to obtain Moreau, okay, Pike Moreau and still the common officer, Talon, okay, Pike Moreau and Talon became the go to for swarm. All right. Now, Even with the original Swarm, there were some people then that further ground out and were able to open up 5 of 10. Now, Big Country, 5 of 10 was not an officer that I used with regular Swarm. I know some people did. Some people did because they wanted to get the frequency modulators faster. 
All right. Uh, and five of 10 has at tier one a 20% loot bonus. But it was always my opinion, Big, that the loot bonus did not outweigh the loss of Pike and Moreau as compared to, uh, you know, five and Moreau, Talon. You lost the benefit of Pike. So, um, you know, that didn't necessarily work out. Some people still sideline five of 10 and use the traditional Pike, Moreau, Talon all the way up to the, uh, to the level 35 swarm. Now, let's enter in the April arc, okay? And this has now changed, all right? Or at least we think it has changed. It can change, and it can still stay the same, all right? We have found, just like all Swarm, just like all Swarm, that these are built like interceptors. That's why Talon works so well. She reduces kinetic shots. Now, Ripper, when we're talking about the Swarm Hostiles, we have noticed a little bit of a difference now, okay? These swarm hostiles are still 100% kinetic. At least it seems that way. Is that correct? Let's welcome Ripper no. from Ripper's Corner. That is not correct. It is DJ. not correct. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Ripper from Ripper's Corner, ladies and gentlemen, here to drop a knowledge bomb on you. The new swarm do, in fact, throw energy shots. Ripper, if you would be so kind as to share with us the genetic makeup of these new swarm, if you can. It's energy every round and then basically kinetic every other round and then a big kinetic shot in round 12. Round 12, folks. If you don't kill your swarm by round 12, you are going to die. Uh, Most likely. You, you are, are going to die. die. If you don't kill this swarm in 11 rounds, you will die. Okay? Like, like just let it be known. All right? You got to kill them quick, which is kind of how, uh, big country, maybe this is a slightly uh, added gate, if you will, an ops gate, because if you're not strong enough, if you can't get the ops level to get your Franklin A high enough, that you can't kill this swarm in 11 rounds, you are going to die. All right? You take a look there. You got three energy shots every single round. You got six kinetics every other round until you get to round 12, and then there is one kinetic. This is almost like the obliterator from the auger, except on steroids. Okay? Except it works. Yeah, it <laughs> except it works. That round 12 gun... That round 12 gun, absolutely bonkers. All right? You got to kill him before That's round 12. That's how you want the obliterator work to work. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Gregor did one the other day. Uh, the the hostile that I think he hit, I'm wanting to say it was probably a, it probably was a 49 that he hit. He didn't kill it before round 12, and it threw a 28 million power shot. 28 million guys there's not many ships in the game the 28 million is not going to kill all right it don't matter if you're using a g4 it don't matter if you're using a franklin a 28 million power on a shot is going to wipe you out i don't remember if it was a critical or not to be honest with you it was a level 49 so i'm not real sure so battle droid says well then you need to alter your crew a little bit pike and moreau contribute to the longevity of your ship they contribute to the hostiles mitigation but you still need to kill this thing quickly, 
okay? Which is how the Franklin A has kind of lent itself. All the damage bonuses. Uh, guys, this is just like the sarcophagus. A damage officer is not going to do it for you. Hear me when I say, Big Country, we were talking prior to the show. We were looking at some testing. And Big Country, at this point, I'm going to ask you to, uh, we're going to roll through a couple of crew tests, all right? And if you would, because I've got all your screenshots in a different place, if you would just post those as we go and one of the moderators grab them and we'll put them into the graphics room. So here's what we were talking about in the very beginning. We can do Pike Morotalon. Absolutely. We can do Pike Morotalon, but it doesn't let you punch up super big. Okay, doesn't let you punch up super, super big, but it does work. Okay, it works just fine. Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of people saying that they're sticking with it, but here's the problem. Okay, you can probably get more kills this way, but big country, you're also for those of you and somebody says this is an upper level problem. Not really. All right, because actually the upper levels are getting massive amounts of Mark IIs out of their dailies. It's the lower levels, I'd say 35 to 39 or 35 to 41, where you need as many Mark II frequency modulators as you can possibly get. All right, at Ops 39, I only get 500 Mark IIs a day out of my dailies. I need 30,000 to get to Tier 3. Guys, that's a 60-day grind unless I can pick up and carry some slack from the hostels. You hear what I'm saying? Now, Blokemon says no issue for 35 to 39. I'm going to argue with you. It might not be any issue for you to kill them before the 12 rounds, but it is an issue for you to get the Mark IIs. Okay? You got to get the Mark IIs. All right. So the Mark II's drop from the Mark II frequency modulators drop from these hostels at an incredibly low rate. If you're killing the 39 hostels, they're only dropping anywhere between 14 and 17 per hostel. Okay. Now, granted, 35 and 36, you can't go past tier one. That's fine, but you still need, uh, what is it? Somebody help me out, like 1,000 or 1,200. And by the way, Hey, Neo, throw up that screenshot, and we'll get one of the moderators to grab it, of the number of Mark IIs that pay out by ops level. I know, I think you had it last week, uh, last weekend when we were talking about it. Somebody had it. I, I don't think we pinned it, but we need to grab that and throw it in the graphics room. This is the number of frequency modulators that you can get. Okay, Anubis says 35 is 550. I don't think it was... Yeah, no, that's your converter, BK. That's not what I'm looking for. Yes, thank you, Captain Planets. Yeah, uh, Anubis, you're wrong. At Ops 35, it's 64 mods you get out of your daily. 64. <laughs> it's a very low number. It takes time to grind this out through dailies. Now, if you only get 64 Mark IIs through your dailies, where are you going to get the rest of them? Thank you. There it is, Epic Neo. Thank you very much. Somebody grab that and slam that into the graphics room right there, okay? The number of frequency modulators that you get, uh, it actually is a little bit more than 64. Let's see here. There's 50 it out of the small. Uh, it is 550. Oh, my gosh. It's the same all the way through 39. That's awful. <laughs> That's awful. All right. So 500 you get per day. So, yeah, you're going to get to Tier 2 uh, quickly. Tier 3 is another ball game, folks. Tier 3 requires 28,000. 28,000 Mark IIs. And I'm limited to 550 a day. All right, that's almost a 60-day grind. I'm just rounding it to 30 and dividing it by 500. All right, it's not going to be quite. It's probably closer to 50 or 52 days, but nonetheless, 
All right? It's big time. So I need to maximize the number of Mark IIs that I'm getting. So Pike, Moreau, and Talon, fine. I can go out. I can get a few. Okay? I can get a few that way. But I would very much like to incorporate 5 of 10 into this somehow. Right? I need a loot bonus. Correct? So big country. We start looking around, and we're looking at crews with 5 of 10. So what do we do? We put 5 initially. We put 5 in the place of Pike, and then run 5 Moreau and Talon. Oh, did you just so I because I I want to make sure like our conversation was a little bit different. You're, it was we were, you and I were only talking about Armada. We were that was all I said. It was my Armada. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna get to that. Okay, we're gonna get to that. Okay, I just those screenshots were not from Swarm Hunting. I just wanted to make sure that. You yep. Did that. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. And, and we're going to talk all about Swarm. We're going to get to the crews. We're going to get to the Armadas. We're going to okay, get to everything. Okay. So we're going to start with these Mark IIs. All right? Putting five in the place of Pike didn't do a whole lot. All right? Element of P says five Talon and Chen. Mm, okay, not terrible. All right? But not anything to write home about either. Okay? And by the way, we tested a bunch of this. A bunch of this. Okay? Um, we tested. Here, I'll just go down the list. Pike Moreau Talon, 5 Moreau Talon, 5 7 Talon, 5 7 Kang, 5 7 Shar, 5 Shar Kang, 5 9 Kang, 5 8 Kang, 5 Talon Kang, 5 Uhura Kang. By the way, you sensing a theory, you, you sensing a, a, a pattern here? Kang, 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 Kang. Guys, Kang is actually kind of remarkable here because these ships are built like interceptors. Okay, if you go and you scan one and you look at their mitigation, you look at their statistics, they are built like interceptors, meaning they have a ton of dodge. So what do you need to overcome this? You need accuracy. Now, not everybody has Kang. Kang's an epic officer, right? Even Ops 35, some 36s, 37s, you may not have Kang at a usable level. Okay, Kang obviously works great if he's max. Now, I only have him at Tier 4. He's still effective to, to me here at Tier 4, but I would imagine at Tier 2 or 3, maybe not so much. So what other officers in the game contribute to accuracy? Ladies and gentlemen, in the absence of Kang, I introduce you to Uhura. Kelvin Uhura, the blue Uhura officer, okay? Increasing your accuracy is important here. As a matter of fact, we were able to quantify, Ripper, that a blue Uhura card was better than a Tier 3 Kang. Well, pretty daggone close. Definitely better than a Tier 2 Kang. At Tier 3 Kang, they were very close. At Tier 4 okay, Kang, Kang got better. Okay? So Kang needs to be in that equation for you if you've got that. If you've got 5 of 10, that's important. Listen, any 5 of 10. It don't matter. Tier 1, Tier 5, don't matter. Put 5 of 10 in the captain's chair. Okay? So then there was the conversation about, well, what about mitigation? Can 5 of 10 use mitigation, use a single side of synergy to increase your mitigation to a point where you're not taking any damage? So then we tested that, and we thought, which of the Borg officers is absolutely best in this case to work with 5 of 10? Anybody? One guess. It's not 8. It's seven. You got it. What does seven do? Seven increases the hull health of all officers on the ship. or the, uh, Yeah, the hull health of all officers on the ship by X percent. 
What does health do? Health increases your shield and your hull. Both of them. Okay? If, and, and when I say increases that, that's if you are struggling with your percentage bonuses, which on the Franklin A, almost everybody is because you've only got one under, do, uh, under deck slot, okay? Or maybe two. And by the way, that nice little thing about them using all the grayed out officers, that apparently has been patched. That's closed. So now you are legitimately back to where the game was intended to be, which is you only are able to use the stats for the officers that are lit up, that are active in an open under deck slot. So we tried five, seven, and Kang. That was a great combination. It was a great combination. Okay? As a matter of fact, throughout all of my testing, I found a few other things that were close. But in my opinion, in my opinion, 5-7 Kang still was the best. Now, Wham says, I don't know, man. Pike Moreau Talon, still great for me. Guess what? You're absolutely right for longevity and kills. So now there's two different objectives, people. If you're trying to get your dailies done in one hull, if you're trying to get your dailies done in one hull, Pike Moreau Talon may still be better. It's going to get you the most number of kills. Okay? That is still to this day a fact. Isn't it not big country? We tried Correct. it. Pike Moreau Talon will still get you the most number of kills. Okay? But it actually gives you far less Mark IIs than if you incorporate 5 of 10. Obviously, it makes sense. 5 of 10 is going to amplify your bonus by a minimum of 20%. Some people have earned 40 and 60%, okay? So you can increase the number of loot, but you're going to take fewer kills. That's okay for me because I am trying to maximize my cargo. I'm okay with doing my dailies on two hulls, okay? I'm okay doing my dailies on two hulls if it means I bring home twice as many modulators, all right? Which is important in my progression of the Franklin A. So, folks, we tried a bunch of this stuff. Charvenic, I, I don't get this one. There was a ton of conversation about Char at the beginning. Folks, mathematically, that doesn't make sense. But why? <laughs> mathematically, it makes no sense, okay? I don't know why Char was, was being talked about, all right? doesn't make sense to me, okay? Because Char is a, uh, is a uh, armor pierce officer, and the armor on these hostels was not the, the chief mitigator. It was Dodge, all right? So you drop Char and you go with Kang, all right? Now, uh, like I said, if you don't have Kang, a blue Uhura probably works pretty daggone good there too. If you don't have five, go back to Pike. If you don't have Pike, why are you Ops 35? No, I'm kidding. If you don't have Pike, I mean, you're in trouble. You're really in trouble. I mean, how how are you in Ops 35 in this game if you haven't had Pike to help you grind? That would just be miserable to me, I think. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a tough one. If you're Ops 35 and don't have Pike, that, whew, that's a tough one. Transporter patterns, people. Transporter patterns. Get Pike unlocked. My goodness to, gracious. To be fair, though, they are getting real close to actually making Pike, Moreau, plus whatever, not the best crew against new hostiles they introduce. They're trying. They are, and they're coming close. I mean, guys, who yeah. would have ever thought of using Kang in a hostile grinding crew? Now, why is this good? Why is this good? Let's let's say you want to use Pike Rotalon, and that's fine. Let's say that you want to use 5-7 Kang, okay? 
which is arguably better if you're going after the Mark IIs, okay? And you're going to kill one or two less, but it doesn't matter because you're getting paid twice as much or a time and a half. All right, so that's fine. That's good for me. But what else does that do for you? That frees up Pike Moreau and Talon or Chen to do something else. Big, we were talking about this before the show, and I know your conversation was with Armadas, but golly, if you could free up Pike Moreau and Chen or Pike Moreau Talon to do something different, and now you've got a second crew that can kill a hostile in this game, 5-7 Kang is not Pike Moreau Chen. You can now grind Swarm and Daily Hostiles with the same at the same time. And that's yeah. huge. That is huge, people. Huge. Okay? Now. Also, what, what them trying to actually work on the hostiles for this tells me that they're never going to fix Pike. So you never have to worry about it. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean fix Pike? Pike's working great. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shush. Pike is broken. Shush. Period. Ripper. <laughs> Come on, they know already. Don't make me mute you. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get muted. The moderator. No, you listen. They probably know. They probably also know that that the game would just explode. It would just explode. Uh, it would. Come it, on. We, we, there are some things we shouldn't talk about, but this is is so they know. Good night, Ripper. <laughs> don't don't mute Ripper. My God, they know. Of course they know. Okay. Of course they know. Now, hey, throw this out here. Look at this. This happened literally less than a second ago. All right. Take a look here at Infinite Key, who just throwed up his Tier 5 Franklin A, uh, tried to go against the level 47 Swarm Cluster, and died. Now, he came close. He came close on that first one. All right. But it, it bested him. Then he tried our new crew. Excuse me, five, seven, and Kang, and looky there, he nailed it. And still, now you wouldn't have gotten a second one. You wouldn't get a second one because it looks like it took about sixty percent of your hole. But that's a forty-five to fifty percent swing right there, and you got it. You got it. Okay, so that's awesome. Now, just out of curiosity, Key, uh, if you would, I would like to see your battle log for the first round. And or sorry for the first battle and then the second battle. How many rounds did it go? Did you uh, make it to the twelfth round? Did you die the first time because of the twelfth round? You know that I would like to see that. What's your length of battle between both of those different battles? Okay. Now, so these are the hostels. Now, this is interesting as well. Big country. We now we're gonna we're gonna start talking to you. Armadas, armadas. Okay, these swarmatas are functionally built different. Mathematically, they are built differently. Blokemon, you say this is a high ops issue. I disagree. Listen, if you're trying to punch up, fine, that's one thing. But think about this, Blokemon. Even for me, at Ops 39 with a Tier 2 Franklin, all right, I'm not having any problem killing them, but I still need to farm 30,000 frequency modulators, okay? I got to get 30,000 of them, man. So am I going to go out and get 350 with Pike Moreau Talon, or am I going to come home with 500 using 5 of 10? You see what I'm saying? You say you can't reach Swarm higher than 41. Me neither. I can't even reach 41. I'm hitting Swarm at, uh, at 39. 
but I need to bring home the modulators. So I got to use five, which means Pike, Moreau, and Talon are out. So who is the next best crew? Five, seven, Kang. Or five, seven, Uhura. Or possibly even uh, Amara if you're struggling, uh, struggling with Uhura and Kang. Okay? Taking a look at Infinite Key, and again, uh, moderators, if you would, throw this stuff over. He went 12 rounds, uh, went seven rounds with the new, the new one. And you know what, Key? Here's the thing. You went 12 rounds. Go down to the 12th round. Did you take the fat gun? All right? Because if, if in that first one that went 12 rounds, chances are you died to the big gun. You almost got him, but that big gun took you out. It finalized the battle. The second battle with 5-7 and Kang... You only went seven rounds. You killed the hostile before it got bad, before it got ugly. Okay? Now, uh, let's read this comment here. DJ Gurr says, I've had some lower player tell, uh, lower player, uh, lower level players killing the 37s telling me that they could kill four with the 5-7 Kang crew and only two with Pike Moreau Talon. P- possible. I'll tell you why that's possible. Okay? It's possible depending on their level and research as a player. Health has a huge factor here. Also, the lower deck, okay? If you're using 5-7 and Kang, what do you put on the lower deck? Because 5 and 7 are using health. Kang needs attack. What are you putting down there, folks? What are you putting down there? Well, good news. Good news. All right? Your, your 7 of 10 does not require statistics. It is boosting everybody by, what, 45, 55, 65, depending on your tier. Okay? It's boosting health of everybody by 65%. Not only are you putting him there for that, which is minor, you're putting him there for bonus synergy to 5 of 10. All right? You're putting him there for bonus synergy to 5 of 10, getting 5 of 10 to a 600% mitigation instead of 200%. Folks, the under deck needs to be attack. The under deck needs to be attack. I am running Gorkon and Khan in my two under deck spots. All right? I don't care about health. Why don't I care about health? Because 7 of 10 is boosting it already, and 600% with 5 of 10, listen, it doesn't matter if I'm using 5,000 health stats or 10,000 health stats. 600% mitigation, you got it. Still caps at 71.2%. All right? So I don't care what my health stats are, as long as they're not like zero, obviously. Okay? And Khan has decent health down there anyway. There's a limited number of slots. So I want Kang to be beast mode. Kang is overriding the mitigation of that hostile. Folks, here's what I did. Using Pike Moreau, uh, sorry, not Pike Moreau's lungs. That's a bad example. But when I used Charvenic in my test, as compared to Kang, my mitigation was 60% for the hostile with Char and dropped to 38% with Kang. 38%. Folks, Kang is going to decrease the opponent's mitigation, therefore allowing more damage to push through and kill the hostile faster. Now, Lexel says the bonus synergy is not needed. I don't necessarily disagree, 
but seven is important to my health stats, which, by the way, does still feed five of ten as captain. Okay? So if I've got five of ten without seven, it's more than just the synergy there. You see what I'm saying? Now, Jayberg says, what if you run eight to boost attack? Great idea. Except this ship is just like the sarcophagus. You have tens of thousands of percent bonus to attack. What does that mean, Ripper? Of Ripper's Corner. What does it mean if I take a ship that has 50,000% bonus damage and then I add an officer that's going to boost damage by 20%? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely zilch. All right? 20% is is a grain of rice compared to 20, 30, 40, 50,000, okay? Maztec says then the attack increase is nominal. Guess what? Attack is not what I'm after on the on the lower deck. Attack is feeding Kang. You get it? Okay? It's feeding Kang. Those stats are boosting my penetration using Kang. I'm not stacking the lower deck with Khan and Gorkon just for the attack. I'm boosting it for the stats that are feeding the accuracy provided by Kang. Okay? And that's why I'm putting, I'm putting uh, attack on the lower deck because it's feeding Kang, which is boosting accuracy, which is overriding its dodge and decreasing its mitigation by over half. All right. Now, Smurfs. <laughs> okay. Smurf says five, six char all day long. Well, okay. Have fun with that. Okay. Have fun with that because six doesn't even work on a hostile. That's an Armada officer. But okay. You know, whatever. Maybe floats. he is talking about Armada. Now, let's, let's transition because guess what? If you want to not do the hostels and you want to talk about armadas, you're going to take everything we just told you and you're going to flush it down the toilet, aren't you, big country? Literally, yes, 100% <laughs> of what we just told you does not matter on an armada because the armadas are built completely different. The armada's mitigation is even across the board, meaning that Marcus or Shar or Kang have no clear advantage over any of the others. All of them are going to help to some degree, but are they the best? Okay, are they the best? Bernard points out that six isn't going to work on Swarmadas either, as they have no shield. Wow. Think about that, big country. Well, that six is captain, but his mid- we, his we didn't think isn't. about that, did we, big country? Because we were like, hey, let's check out six here. All right. <laughs> Didn't think about six. I mean, I was, you know, like I said, I'm just, I was trying to get, uh, yeah. Yeah, we tried, we, listen, we tried all kinds of stuff, and thank you for I that, Bernard. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we tried all kinds of stuff. Didn't even think about that. Didn't even think about that. Now, now listen, actually, hang on a second. Hang on a second, but Bernard. But he worked better in seven. Hang on a second here, Bernard. That may not be right. When attacking an armada, now listen, we're not talking about using him as captain. We put him in the side card. Okay. When attacking an armada target, every time the ship hits the opponent with a weapon attack, 6 of 10 increases your penetration. Okay? Your penetration, accuracy, armor pierce, and shield pierce of your ship by 20% of the total attack of all officers on the ship. 
So this has nothing to do with shields, okay? Nothing to do. He is on penetration or anti-mitigation of the Swarmata, all right? So I take that back, big country. Six is still a valuable test here. Has nothing to do with shields, all right? Because we're not going to use him as captain, all right? Right now, we are still going to consider using five of ten as captain for a moment, okay? For a moment. Now, here's the argument, though. Some people saying six cuts the mitigation. Six officer ability, great in armadas. Six is huge for armadas. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. When we do traditional armadas, folks, that go 50, 60, 70, and 80 rounds. Big country, you ran a number of tests for us today. How many rounds are these swarmadas giving you? Oh, uh, between boy. like seven and nine. Folks, six of ten is not as effective on swarmadas as he would be elsewhere. He doesn't have time. Which also, by the way, is the argument from Khan. There's no time. That's the argument for Decius. There's no time. Okay? Go way back to when Armada's first launched and people talked about Carol. Now, I'm not saying use Carol, but Carol's an instant damage boost, like right out the gate. Okay? So, maybe she could potentially be something that we look at. All right? Big country. Let's begin the breakdown of our testing. All right? You started with. Tell me who you started with, who you were using. Uh, and, and by the way, we are not talking about Jayla just yet. We're not talking about Jayla just yet. And by the way, I will also point out, as Commander Riker points out, you're one-shotting with Kirk, Spock, and Khan. Okay? If you don't have a Jayla, if you don't have a 5 of 10, then yes, I believe Kirk, Spock, and Khan is good. If you do have a 5 of 10, right now, Big, I'm still of the mindset that 5 Kirk, Spock is, is the best. Okay? Uh, and I think this is a lot of what the community has talked about. Because you have to... Listen, the damage boost on this ship is so large... It's so big that if you survive even one extra round, you're throwing more damage than any other damage officer is going to do. Khan, Decius, Carol, doesn't matter. All right? Survivability has to be your sole focus here. And what improves survivability? Mitigation. Mitigation either for yourself or anti-mitigation for your enemy. So, five to increase your payout and to increase your own mitigation. Kirk and Spock for shield regen. Folks, that's a great combo. That's the ultimate in survivability. You got to think. Look at your battle logs when you do an armada. Your ship is throwing damage of north of a million per shot. All right? Every round it survives is millions more in damage. Now, Anakin says on Swarmadas is not a mix of officers somewhat beneficial. Yes, it is. Sure is, isn't a big country. I, you know what? I, I'll say this. We, as a team, everybody uses five Kirk and Spock, and that seems to get us the best results. We don't do any mixing. 
And that's good. But we haven't tested. I know you guys have done more of that. It's more about just uh, keeping it simple, and that seems to work well. Woof. Somebody careful there. That was loud. All right. So, so we do all, all five Kirk and Spock. Yeah, Leslie doesn't work. He's too weak. The DPR is too high. Okay, Leslie's out. All right. And yes, five Kirk Spock are the simplest. Okay, the absolute simplest because warp time's an issue. Uh, getting people to get there is an issue. You know, listen, this is not the easiest thing to organize right now. Okay, five Kirk Spock. That's the way to go right now. Okay, it's the way to go. Five Kirk Zal. I don't know. You're not getting your. I mean, you're not getting your shield regen there. And these armadas are hitting massive. So I don't know that you need the extra Zal because you've got the five. Okay. I I'll tell you one thing. I see commonly mistaken. We kept doing this a lot at, be, at the beginning, and um, it's that these do not mix ships. Do not have. Three Franklins, an Enterprise, and a Jelly, because that is that does not work at all. That that does not work because the ships like attack different, and the and the uh, the 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 Franklins die soon sooner because they're taking the hits, and, and I it's just it is disastrous when it is a mix. It's got to be you know either six warships or six Franklins. And that's the other thing, too. You've got to have five or six. Um, I know, you know, we, we've we been doing armadas, and some of us are like, well, you know, we beat level 39s with four. We beat exchanges with three. And these are tough. And especially with tier ones and tier twos, even with six ships, you got to have full health. Don't go in with damaged ships. Same thing. You're, you're asking for – you're asking for uh, – you know, disaster too. Because another thing that I, I kept seeing is people were volunteering. Okay, yeah, I'll come to yours. I'll come to yours. And we're running one now. So they go from one to another and they don't have time to repair. And then what happens is two or three ships are weak and then they fail the armada because they died early. So these are tough. You you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta, especially when you're, when you got a lot of tier one, tier two, tier three, you gotta go at it with, Six ships, full health. So don't waste your rare directives. Yeah, I, I agree. And and a universal crew is going to help keep it simple for your alliance. Okay? A universal crew is going to keep yeah. it simpler for your alliance right now. Now, we did decide that we were going to do some things because so so again, I'm gonna I'm gonna summarize. Now I know, listen, I still see it. All right. I see one or two people talking about five, six, and char. That's fine. Mathematically, it doesn't make any sense. All right. If that's working, great. Okay. But mathematically, it just makes no sense. Okay. Because, I mean, five and six, fine. That's your survivability because you're doing the max mitigation. All right. But Charbonic, listen, you sub in Marcus, you sub in Kang. It doesn't matter. Now, I know why you're using Char. Char has great health. Therefore, you're using more mitigation. And then five and six are health. So they're feeding Char. They're probably going to work better than Kang or Marcus because them, all three, are using health. And if you use Marcus, he's using defense. If you use Kang, he's using attack. But that's the only reason, okay? And Char is not really doing anything for you against this armada. Smurf, I would encourage you to check 
the Armada's mitigation and see, is it below 50%? Is it below 40%? Is it below 30%? Because if it's still in the 50 to 60 range, then Char ain't doing nothing for you. Okay? Char's not going to do anything for you. Bubba Joe says 5-6 something is the best crew, and I agree. 5-6 is good. Now, I, I would have argued that I don't know that 6 has enough time, but you guys are saying that 10 rounds is enough for 6 to do well, and that's fine. Let's take a look. As a matter of fact, here just a moment ago, Bubba posted a round 1 using 6, so let's check the mitigation. All right, you guys can throw this in the graphics What's room if you'd like. level? <clears throat> six is level. Yeah, uh, well, I'm sure Bubba's probably got him into tier two or at least tier two, tier, at least tier two or three. All right, but in round one, all right, let's check the mitigation. It mitigated, and by the way, we're checking mitigation on the Armada. So in round one, the Armada mitigated 52.0%. Okay, somebody jot that down, 52.0. By round 10, the Armada mitigated... Only 16%. Dang. That's huge. What is your 6 of 10, Bubba? Tier 2? Are you serious? Tier 4. I was going to say, dang. Oh, tier, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. 16%. Bubba's level 50, bro. Yeah, level 50. ain't got nothing in tier 2. Level 50, bro. Level 50. All right. So, yeah, 6 of 10. Now, listen, we expected that. Even when 6 of 10 came out, we said Tier 1, not so great. Tier 2, getting better. Tier 3 plus, stinky good. Stinky good, okay? And I think I think the ones that I did, it was like 16%, even like I feel like round 4 and round 5. Yeah. Uh, Bubba, I'd be curious – to uh, to take a look a little bit earlier. But yeah, 16%, which by the way, is mathematically and statistically about as low as it can get. I think the minimum mitigation in this game is what, uh, Neo? I think like 14.79 or 14.97, I think is the absolute mathematical lowest that you can get, which is essentially, I think, almost impossible. Okay. Um, so 16% is pretty daggone good, and that's using a 5.6 something. Now, what would you use in that third slot? Five, six. This is why people are saying Char. By the way, I'm going to say. Yeah, actually, you know what, DJ? Here, look. Uh, this is this is the one that I did a couple minutes ago with Bomber, and I think that's sixteen percent. That's round three. All right, and your your six of ten is what tier? Four. You're tier four as well. So, yeah, six to ten is having a, a huge boost there. Let's take a look. Here's a round three. Mitigating divided by, oops, multiply, 88, 17, 440. Uh, big right there, uh, for example, on your 8.8 .8 million shot, the Armada is mitigating 17.3%. That's okay. still pretty daggone low compared to the fact that it started north of 50%. So, folks. Like I said, it's a round three, yeah. Yeah, that's round three. So, five and six are a phenomenal combo. Now, here's, here's the thing. What are you going to use in the third slot? Okay? Again, I got I to gotta kind of think that, I mean, Khan is always going to be a great one. Khan is always going to be a great one. But you're not likely taking a ton of shots. So, is Khan the best? It takes a little bit of time for Khan to build up. Okay? Um, I, I don't know. Okay, I just what don't happens know. When you run, 
when you run con, you go from 46 rounds down to about 16, and he becomes unaffected. Okay, so he's not nobody is running 46 rounds on these Swarmatas. Who's running 46 rounds on these? Because that's that's not likely happening. All right, because- when we were running. When we were running all tier one, doing 40s, we were running 46 rounds. And then when we switched to con, I dropped down to 16 rounds. That sounds Which, like a crazy number of rounds. I mean, th- this thing has a gun in the 15th round that will decimate anybody it hits. All right, now granted... Whoa. Is that with warships, though, or was, is that with all Franklins? That was all Franklins, except for mine was... Let's see. I guess mine was tier two and John's was tier three, but everybody else was tier one. It just throws a Borg cube shot in there. Yeah, I, I, oh man, I'd like to see that battle log. Cause I, yeah, there's a twenty million shot in round fifteen, and it's gonna take out whoever it hits. It don't matter if you're big country or it don't matter if you're me. <laughs> as big as big country is, or as but small as my still... ship, you're gonna die. Okay. But DJ, there's two people alive. The Armada's gonna continue. Yeah, yeah but the Armada. It, is it, it doesn't matter. It'll... Yeah, it only takes out. You have fodder for a reason. You're running a six man team, and you you put five Kirk Spock on them, so they last longer for fodder. You'll still continue on, even I mean, if they I take that, that big shot. I get that, but these shots are also north of a million, you know, just on a normal shot. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Now I, I will say this. All right, so so you can look at Khan. All right, which is always good. I just argue about his time. Um, but you know, in lack of, in absence of con Decius, another good one. Uh, or you could look at, all right, which this is an interesting idea. You could look at Gala. Now I originally said, I didn't like the idea of Gala. Okay. Because Gala, uh, because these armadas only have a 10% chance and they only throw, uh, 150% damage. But folks, when a critical gets fired, it's massive. It's just ship breaking. Okay, so Gala could be a thing. Now, Greg or uh, Big Country, did you have a chance to run a Gala test? Yeah. See, that's the. Uh, so this is this is what the crew that I've been running now, and this is Jayla captain with five and six on the side, and I'm doing it to get the best payout uh even though like five is technically not doing anything but it does give me more mods so but i don't i'm like getting the extra shots and then so this is what i'm running now so really if you're using five of ten on the side that is merely loot does nothing for the armada yeah. so that's a decision you're gonna have to make if you're struggling killing these now obviously they're not struggling to kill this Okay, so if you're killing them handily and easily, then absolutely go ahead and throw five in there and get yourself some bonus loot. But if you're killing them for the purposes of of barely surviving, then I'm not going to recommend you use five of ten on the side. If you get Jayla, if you get Jayla, Jayla is going to be a replacement for five of ten. Okay, a replacement not to be used in conjunction with but a replacement, all right? Now, if you are working to get more loot, then sure, Jayla in the captain's chair, five of 10 on the side, and then probably, I guess, arguably, six of 10 on the other side, all right? I think with Jayla, six of 10 
is still a good officer to have there because of the mitigation of the enemy hostile. All right? But 5 of 10 is merely for a payout and does nothing for the Armada. Okay? Now, if you were going to use Jayla or 5 interchangeably in the captain's chair, I think we've now agreed that 6 of 10 belongs in a side card. The third officer slot is up for grabs. Okay? The third officer slot. And by the way, has anybody done a test with 5, 6 something as compared to 5 Kirk Spock? Anybody at all? No. Guess not. That needs have to be. Have you done any of the mud tests? No, nah, I, I have no muds. I've got no muds. I've not I've not ever done anything with muds. So I can't test. Can't test muds. Blokemon says, yeah, we actually have found that five Kirk Spock has better survivability than five, six something. Okay? Now, <clears throat> that makes sense on the survivability front. I, I do still think that five Kirk Spock has, has just got to be better. Although six of ten is great. Six of ten sounds great. I just kind of wonder, if you were going to use five of six there, what you would put in your third slot, A, and then B, <sighs> mathematically, I don't know, Ripper. If five Kirk Spock is universally the better crew, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you just stick with that? Why is six to ten even a part of the conversation? I know he works well, but if he doesn't work the best, wait a second, big country. We've got it. We got it. Yeah. What if you want to run two armadas at the same time? Gee, golly willikers, you could run Jayla, Six, and Khan on one ship. That doesn't have to be two Swarmadas, Profeather. Maybe he's running something right. in exchange space. Maybe he's running something in normal space. Okay? Doesn't have to be two Swarmadas. You could run Kirk Spock, five Kirk Spock on something, and Jayla, Six, Khan on something else. Okay? Infinite Key says, when the heck are we going to get the option for the warp upgrades on our second Frank A? Uh, I would imagine you're going to be waiting a while. <laughs> Third world problems. Yeah. 2025. Yeah, I imagine you're going to be waiting for a minute there, buddy. <laughs> That's funny, though. All right. Um, no, you don't have to be running two Swarmadas. You could be running a Swarmada but, uh, and, and running an exchange Armada. You could be helping your team with a, with a rare Armada. Uh, something. The, the idea here, I think, is what Ripper alluded to earlier. Scopely has actually designed something that can potentially allow you a second Armada crew. Okay? Jayla, I was talking about hostiles, but okay. Well, I know you were talking about hostiles, but it holds true for Armadas. Guys, if you're able to get Jayla, which, by the way, I would imagine that at least a large chunk of people are going to be able to unlock her this month. Okay? Maybe not everybody, I get it, but a large number of people are going to be able to unlock her this month, and at Tier 1, she's going to be effective. Okay? Obviously, she'll probably grow in effectiveness as you move forward, but at Tier 1, she will be effective. Tier 1 and the captain's chair, 6 to 10 on the side, and uh, or you heck you could run five, I mean, I think, you could run uh, yeah, Jayla I Kirk Spock. I, I was gonna say 
I think, you know, for best, like in the, in the swarm, I would probably have five of 10 as the captain. The sidecar would be Jayla, six of 10, and then Kirk, Spock, and Khan for your other armadas. Yeah, you, baby, that, that's class. almost that. That's almost another first world thing, <laughs> almost with respect. Right. Because five of ten does nothing for you. That's a wasted slot. That is just no, a, no. Five of ten is the captain, Jayla. Because with Jayla on the sidecar, you still get the extra shot. You know, so that's still the benefit. And then six of ten on the other. So side. you're getting the extra shots. You're just not getting yeah. the benefit. And of that scenario, loot. I would have five of ten as captain. If you're, if you need, if you're like, okay. you know, I, you know no, not I like beating that. your armadas with ease. If you're beating your armadas with ease, I say you can flip Jalen 6 of 10 and maximize your payout. But otherwise. Yeah, but it's. You know, the only thing I would test is swapping 6 for 7. But it could equally just be 6 being the best. I, I did do that, and, and 6 definitely was better than 7. Okay. I did that several times. All right. Isn't that also kind of tier dependent? Uh, it definitely would be tier uh, dependent. That could be but absolutely. My seven is, is tier four too? <clears throat> my my six of ten is tier three. I could run a couple of tests, but my, mine is tier three, and and arguably tier three is about where six of ten starts getting really good. Okay, um, so we we could take a look at that. But uh, so there, big country is recommending if you can get the Jayla unlock to run. Five of ten as captain for the mitigation. Also getting you a loot bonus out of her officer ability. Six of ten on the side, not only for the penetration, but also the bonus mitigation to synergy. And then new Jayla as a side card. New Jayla giving you the increase in number of shots. Okay? And that actually does sound good. On paper, that actually sounds really, really good. Five, six, Jayla. And then you got your Kirk, Spock, Khan. Because, guys, again, Kirk, Spock, and Khan on any other armada is fine. Khan is immortal because every one of the other armadas ever in this game don't go seven rounds. They go 77 rounds. Okay? So seven rounds or eight rounds or ten rounds with these swarmadas, you got to go quick. You got to go quick. Thomas says, hey, have you had any testing to see if Pike works with Jayla? Actually, we have not. Um, Big Country, we may have a few minutes here. I'm going to take a quick break here in a second. Uh, And uh, if you don't care, and you probably don't even need to do this in an armada. Oh, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Well, hmm. Listen. The terror skin specifically says that it works on armadas, correct? Ripper, mm-hmm. I need I need your brain. Ripper, I need Ripper's brain, everybody. Jayla's card says the following. Jayla, when Jayla is on the Franklin and fighting swarm hostiles, Jayla increases the number of shots by the Franklin and Franklin A by one. Now, we have seen in the past in the game that the word hostile includes armadas, that armadas are considered hostiles, but yet we see the terror skin that specifically names armadas only, and the terror skin does not work on hostiles. 
Ripper from Ripper's Corner, can you confirm that Jayla's officer ability would work on a swarm? I mean, on a on an armada? For sure. <laughs> Wait, let me let me let me let me check. Give me a minute. Oh, poor Ripper. It's four o'clock Gen in the morning. Generally, generally, armadas armadas are a subtype of of hostiles. So armadas are considered hostiles. We'll, we'll check. And then we have to let him go to sleep. It's four o'clock in the morning. I I was actually about to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, he's got to gotta go to sleep. Got to let him go. Uh, hold on a second. Wait, what? Which one are we talking about? We're talking about officer Jayla, ability. not five of ten, but Jayla's officer ability working on. I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet that hostiles do count armadas. I'm almost sure that they always do. I'm almost sure that they do. All right, so I'm, I, I'll let him confirm that, but I'm going to say that they do. Uh, big Country. Yep. Yep, there, there you go. go. As a matter of fact, it's, in, it's even in Big Country's screenshot, so there we go. It's okay. actually it's, it's actually kind of different. They they, they checked. It's not dependent on hostile. It's more about what type of enemy it is. So if the enemy is Swarm, it's going to work. Okay, so if the enemy is Swarm, then the Jayla card will work. So there you go. Thank you, Ripper. Uh, good night, Ripper. Go to sleep. Yeah, I'm going to head out now. Yes, go to sleep. Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it so very, very much. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I know it's been a crazy week. Round of applause for Criminal Ripper for being the biggest trooper of all of us and sticking around till 4 o'clock in the morning. Thank you so very much. Appreciate you being here. Sorry for my terrible schedule today. Um, <laughs> guys, we're going to take a break ourselves, come back and get ready to wrap up the show, play a game, and get the heck on out of here. We're already... Uh, at like two and a half hours, so it's time to uh, get so, ready and wrap hey, listen, up. listen, just so you, you know, I I'm doing it right now. I just, but I'm only I'm only testing it with forty nines, just because that's the ones I'm like. But whether I use Pike Moreau Chin, I just tried Pike Moreau Jayla, which is it does about the same for me. They well, all give me four kills. Yeah, here's the, the thing. Here's the thing mathematically, okay. Pike, Pike is only going to increase 40%, okay? You increase 1 by 40%, it's still 1.4, and this game will round that down. We're not going to be able to test Pike, Moreau, and Jayla until Tier 2. Is that correct? I mean, I did actually, you know what, I, I did get five kills with Pike, Moreau, and Jayla. All right. So Pike, Moreau, and Jayla do, does apparently seem to be working. But again, it's going to round. I think it's going to take, well, let me think about this. Pike, all right, hang on. Let's think about this objective mathematically as well. And then we're, we're going to wrap up because I've lost some people. I know it's too mathy. <laughs> uh, but now you've got some good crews, okay? And you've got it from all ranges. You've got it from top to bottom, okay? We've got the crews. We've got it sorted out. Uh, Pike. Pike is by himself a twenty percent boost with, yeah, yeah. If he's working, then it's going to be sixty because he's picking up forty percent from Moreau. So sixty percent. So big, 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 big. <laughs> Let's see the battle log for that for that one you just did. Pike, yeah. Pike, Moreau, yeah, and no, Jayla. I mean, it's uh, four shots. The Franklin is given how many shots, though? It's supposed to be four, isn't it? Or is it I three? It three? I thought it was two and then the one extra. Now I'm like... 
Oh, okay. Hang on. Let me check out cars real quick, and then we got we to gotta take a break and get out of here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Franklin A. FP. Okay. Um, you're not even – are you even going one round? You're supposed to get six shots in the first round. Oh, wait. Hang on. You're supposed to get two per weapon, six shots. Guys, so two – and it's going to increase by one. Okay, how many rounds are you going, Big? Are you going more than one round, hopefully? Uh, five rounds. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let, let, show us the entire first round battle log then. Because here's the thing. If Pike Moreau is going to increase it by 60% per gun, then what we should see in round one, we should see 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. We should see 12 shots in round one. 12 total shots. Yeah, 12 shots. Is that what yeah. you have? Yep. Yeah. You got 12 shots. 12 shots. Yeah. Then Pike Moreau is working with Jayla to increase the shots because it's going to increase 60%. That is uh, 60% of the one shot, but that's going to round up to two. Two bonus shots per weapon plus the two regular shots per weapon. Six regular shots, six bonus shots equal 12 shots in the first round. And Big Country is verifying 12 shots in his first round. So, Dragon Slayer says, now, should we be talking about Pike Moreau Jayla in a Swarmata? Oh, my. Oh, my. I don't know. Your survivability is going to suck there, okay? I guess it depends on how many shots you take because your survivability is going to blow. And, again, it doesn't matter. Listen, if you survive five extra rounds... If you survive five extra rounds, you're getting more than six bonus shots. I don't think you sacrifice your survivability for extra shots up front. I really don't. This armada hits so hard and so fast, it is about survivability because your weapons are shooting so daggone big uh, to begin with. You know, your weapons damage bonus is so massive that just surviving an extra round or two is going to more than make up for anything else that you can do anywhere. All right? So Bubba is saying, so what are we saying? Are we saying Jayla, Jayla 6 for Armadas? We are saying 5 Jayla 6. Or 5 6 Jayla is kind of what we landed on here. 5 6 Jayla is what we've landed on. Uh, however, 5 Kirk Spock is still good if you don't have the Jayla. But if you can use 5 6 Jayla then that frees up Kirk Spock Khan for another ship and another set of armadas elsewhere. Okay? So uh, Dragon Slayer says, yeah, but think about this, and you're right, Dragon. If the whole team does it, then you're essentially throwing a seventh ship's worth of damage every single round, Big. That's actually another good test. See if you can, see if you can round up five of your buddies, Big, and do, <laughs> and do nah, a... I think we only have two Jalas on the team, though. Ah, uh, yeah, we're gonna have to wait a minute on that. We'll, well no, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. we need more Jalas. Go take a look at. It. We need more Jalas. We're gonna have to run that later. At six Pike Moreau Jalas, and just see how it does. Uh, yeah, yeah, Karkin, it's not per shot. You got to remember, it's per weapon. There's three weapons on the Franklin A, but each weapon fires two shots. I thought you said four. My bad. I thought I did. I thought you said four weapons. I did. I did. I thought it was four. It's only three. That's my my error. So yes. Okay. All right, guys, we got to take a break. We have nerded out, but man, this is what I love. I love not being ragey. 
I love not being ranty. I love this. I love the analytics. I love the math. I'll tell you this, Big. For all of Scopely's failings with milestones, calculations, perception, effort, rewards, I'm telling you, some of this engineering stuff with the Smormatas, uh, some of this is, is beautiful. <laughs> I mean, this is beautiful to me. I, I know I'm a big nerd, but this kind of math just, man, it just makes me love this game all over again. And I shouldn't say that, but I tell you, uh, this kind of, this kind of creative engineering, this kind, I mean, cause guys, this wasn't an accident. Okay. This is hundreds of hours over Excel spreadsheets and over simulations and, and percentages and minor tweaks. Like this is intentional. These swarmata swarmatas are intentional. And, and, and their design is beautiful. We said it about the resource converters this month. We talked about the Dumatas last month. All right. These in their mathematical design, it's like art to me. <laughs> it's like art. It's just beautiful. So, you know, hey, design, you might screw up on some other stuff, but when you actually sit down, wasn't there a podcast or an, uh, an interview I think maybe even Panic had done it with uh, a girl who works in design. Like, and she even said, like, most of my day is spent poring over spreadsheets and, and building battle simulations. Like, that girl, like, yes. Okay? This is, the, this, is the, this is the artwork to me. This is beautiful. Thank you. Uh, for a well-designed enemy and a well-designed officer to go with her. It's cool. Because, I mean... I'm telling you, all this stuff, they already knew the Optimum Cruise. <laughs> they already knew it, okay? Uh, and they gave us a second primary Armada crew. They gave us a second primary hostile grinding crew. Like, this was all done with intent. I believe it. Uh, so, nicely nicely done here. Now, if we can just get, you know, everything else balanced out, it would be really, really pretty. All right, folks, going to take a very quick break. When we return, we wrap up. We'll give away a prize. We'll get off the air because we've gone too long. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is what it's all about, folks. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official mathematical science nerd podcast. We'll be back in a moment. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Caress Moisturizing Body Bar. And for a little more fun in the bath, try our new Fondle Squeeze and Slap and Tickle Body Bar. If you're looking to learn a new language, the Biden family can teach you to speak fluent political pandering in just three easy press conferences. So say it with me. She said Broadway. Screwing up easy Spanish phrases can be hard, but the Bidens can teach you at their house or yours. And our low prices are nothing to laugh at, but Kamala will probably laugh anyway. We're not paying them nearly enough. <laughs> the Biden Political Pandering Course. A great deal by any name. For Secretary of Health and Education Service, I nominate Javier Bacaria. Bashir, excuse me. Chips ahoy! Well, the lockdown screwed us. Our bodies sag. The gyms are charging a huge price tag. Foods out for summer. Foods out for 
head. One shot. One opportunity. Seize everything you ever wanted. One moment. Did you capture it? Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy There's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs But he keeps on forgetting All what the he numbers. wrote down The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth But the words won't come out, he's choking how Everybody's choking now, the clock's can't run remember out Time's the formula. Wow. snap back to reality Oh, there goes gravity, oh, there goes gravity He's so mad, but he won't give up daddies. He know he won't have it. He knows his whole back's to these ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's broke. He's so stagnant. He knows when he goes back to this mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again, yo. This old rhapsody better go capture this moment and hope it don't be better. Welcome back in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Good evening to you. Welcome back to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast as we get ready to wrap up here this evening uh, just to address a couple of things in the chat as we get ready to wrap up. So uh, you guys are talking about a couple of alternative crews. So let's, let's touch on these real quick just for a second because they do have some merit. All right, big country. Did you have an opportunity to try out the Lorca crew that we talked about or the Gorkon crew that we talked about? Because there is an argument to hull breach. Now, I have, I'm on record saying that, I, that I'm not going to recommend using any damage-based officers. Guys, what you need to do here is look at officers who have abilities that don't surround damage that don't surround damage. You need mitigation. You need defense, uh, which is mitigation, I guess. You need something like hull breach, which would be interesting because these shots are so large, and if you can get a hull breach, then your critical hits would be even larger. Now, what's interesting to note, okay, some people have talked about Killy. Some people are talking about Lorca. Some people are talking about Gorkon, which is all fine, but that does require a little bit of coordination. Okay? It's going to require a little bit of coordination because you're going to need different crews here. All right. Also, on top of that, you need to consider the fact that you only have a 12% chance at a critical hit. Okay, 12%. You got a 12% chance. And by the way, that's for most 40, 41 and down. I know the 42 plus got some research for that. Okay. Medieval Knight says, what about Giorgio or Nero for burning at 1%? That's fine, but again, remember, these are not going very many rounds, okay? Seven, eight, nine rounds, that's about it, okay? So I am not going to recommend burning. What I do like, potentially, what I do like, potentially, is um, taking a look at uh, Curla, maybe, but not even, no, probably not, no, Lorca. Lorca or Gorkon, because if you can inspire the hull breach... And correct me if I'm wrong, everybody, but if you can inspire a whole breach on the Armada, then everybody's critical shots are going to increase. Is that correct? Everybody's critical shots will be increased with the effect of hull breach. So there is absolutely merit 
if you're going to divide your crews, now everything we've talked about tonight has been universal. If everybody's going to run the same crew, okay? Now, if your alliance, unlike mine and unlike Biggs, <laughs> if your alliance is coordinated enough to do this, okay, then yes, there is absolute merit to somebody running Lorca um, and potentially even someone running Giorgio, but I mean, that's not, you know, that's not a, a big thing. Okay. If you are coordinated enough to take five or six people, then yeah, Gorkon would be great. Now, no, I don't like Carla. Okay. I don't like Carla because again, nothing damage boost is going to do anything. Your critical damage on this without any assistance is 218% damage. And then you add the whole breach on top of that. And what did we figure out whole breach was? I think it's 150%, okay? So you're talking about making a hull breach critical hit shot now worth 368% of a normal shot, okay? It's not going to matter if Curl is going to boost that by 20%. You see what I'm saying? Again, damage boosts on this ship are not going to matter. Is it 80%? I thought it was more than that. You sure it's only 80? Okay, it doesn't matter. I'll get I'll get Ripper to check it out. I'm all, I I thought it was more than that, but anyway, whatever. That's still three hundred percent. Okay, three hundred percent on top of the ship that you already got. I'm, and sorry, it's three hundred percent including the two hundred eighteen that you already got on the ship. So adding twenty or forty percent from Carla is nothing. Okay, use use non damage base because the damage lies in the ship herself. It's a fourth ability. So yes, Gorkon or Lorca, I like that in this scenario. I do like Giorgio and Nero less because the Armadas don't go as long. But if you can get a whole breach on there, then yes. All right. Divine says 5-6 Jayla seems awesome. And I agree. We would, uh, of course, have to play the critical hit roulette to find out whether or not Lorca was going to be better. But you only need one or two people. Big says that only two people on his team have Jayla. Well, you know, a couple of other people then could run Lorca. Uh, and could run uh, George O if you really well, wanted look, to go I that way. So five, six, and Jayla. Like I use it, that that works very, very well. Well, you said, but not everybody has Jayla. So if you no, don't, I like I use five, six Jayla, while everybody else in the team is using five Kirk and Spock. And you know, like I said, we we cut through Armada after Armada after Armada, and my ship lasts for a long time with. Five six Jayla, like five six and Jayla, is very very good crew. Now uh, Arrow's trying to get creative here and calling for Jayla Con Carla. No, you got no survivability there. Okay, none. So yeah, I'm out on that. I'm out on that a hundred percent. Now if you meant five Con Carla, I'm still out on that. But five is better than Jayla in that scenario. Okay, that's that is not a good crew. Okay. Um, with, with respect, sorry, it's just it, that one just mathematically it doesn't work, okay? So um, there you go. A couple of variations on these crews, and yes, I mean, if you did want to get super specific about it, maybe you squeeze out and save yourself, you know, a couple of points in hull damage if you can get a Lorca in there. But again, universal, guys, means a lot, okay? When you've got a universal crew, it, do, it, it almost doesn't matter if it's the second best crew because it's easier to run, and it's going to result in less frustration with your team, all right? If you get people that's getting bumped or you got people that are calling multiple armadas, listen, I don't know about you guys, but on the day of Impress Me, 
we had three or four different groups going. And when you can't separate into different chats and not everybody's available for voice, you're just relying on your AC, it can get confusing as hell. Okay? So well, the day it pops up, and I'm not but you could go like, you know, you go to the Armada script. We we'll have eight going. Yeah, we had we had it's four and five going crazy. at the same time. It's, it's confusing. So again, yeah. in that particular case, you can cut down on frustration with your team by running a universal crew. Sure, Gorkon or Lorca might get you a little bit more damage, and it might go one less round, and it might save you a shade bit of damage. But is it worth upsetting half the people in your alliance because they get starred out or they get bumped? Plus, you can't confirm that. You know, you can't scan your own team's crew. So you can't confirm what they're running before you bring them in right. and star them. You know, Another, it, it, so, I mean, if Scopely would allow us to look at our own, our own team's ships, then you can star as a leader. You can star who you want to be there. But even that's going to lead to frustration. Well, I called in. I was supposed to be there. I got bumped. I mean, how many times do you guys hear that? I got bumped. To hell with it. I'm going home. <laughs> okay? Universal crew is going to save a lot, of, a lot of headache. And if you can run you know, five, six Jayla, and then five Kirk Spock for everybody else who doesn't have a Jayla. That's a universal crew and, and, and works well, okay? There we go. Do we have anything else on Swarm? I know that was a big part of the conversation, but daggone, man, Swarm is awesome. Swarm is the still, like the, the, the beauty of this arc for me goes back to Swarm. Not the events, but Swarm Armadas, Swarm Hostels, and the Biotics and the Refinery, the Franklin A, this is, this is my beauty. This is oh. what I remain hopeful about through this entire arc. Listen, I know we got Borgmadas coming up after Apex. I don't know what they're going to do with Apex. I assume that Apex is going to present normally like it has, but some people are saying it's going to be different. Who knows? I got no clue. What is Borgmada going to look like? Probably garbage. I don't know. Okay, it's probably going to be disappointing like most other things have been because this arc was built around the Franklin A. Okay, so um, yes, do they need to do a couple things better? Sure, Snake Eyes, there could be one or two things that make this even better. But at the core, the backbone of this arc was written around the Franklin A, and that is what they got right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play. TJ, uh, I'm sorry. I, yes, I, I, big I just, country. I see a couple <laughs> chats, and I yes. know we, we see this is just – I feel like this is my per this is my opinion, but I will say like we have tested this a bunch, and I would say this. I see a couple of the crew recommending for Armadas going Kirk, Spock, and a third. And I would say of all the other Armadas, that is the case. Kirk, Spock, Khan is the best crew for regular Armadas. Um, you know, exchange Armadas. But for the Swarm, the best captain is 5 of 10. The mitigation is so much, like, means a lot more for, like, beating and survivability, taking, like, less and less damage because it, it, it pumps it out. So, like, 5 of 10 is the best captain for the Swarm. Well, and, better and than Kirk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a 30-second addendum to that and i know that he says for every other armada kirk spock and Khan are the best i personally argue that um obviously if you're running an enterprise you've got a fourth slot there that you can use but even for normal yeah, armadas yeah. even for normal armadas i run five six and con on my auger folks i'm not exaggerating that's exactly what i do ask anybody on my team <coughs> five six con 
on my auger is my number one armada crew and uh and i don't die i never die okay i don't i do 39 epics all day i don't die okay so i know it listen there's but for a, Swarm, we'll just say this, that for Swarm, <laughs> 5 of 10 is the best captain. Agreed. Agreed. 5 of 10 is the best captain. Ladies and gentlemen, let's play games. Yeah. All right, time to play a game. Time to play a game. What tier is my auger? Fat Man says, what tier is your auger, DJs? My auger is tier 7. Hold on, I'll tell you. I'll tell you real quick. I think it's tier 7. Nope, I lied. It's a tier eight. It's a tier eight. <laughs> Big country is puking on my auger. Uh, by the way, it's a naked tier eight uh, with everything except for uh, warp drive. I do have my tier nine warp drive. Uh, so I'm a naked tier eight with all components, but I do have my tier nine warp drive so I can get it to warp 75 with Pike, Moreau, and Chen. So I do that. Pike, Moreau, and Chen on my auger gets me to deep space, and uh, there are some good good scouts and hostels to hunt up there okay so there you go all right time to play a game everybody way go contest pick let's draw a winner very quickly let's get it on dirty bird bill dirty bird bill yes uh-oh <laughs> uh-oh all right let the let the accusations begin uh bill bill's in my alliance <laughs> I know. Let the accusation be. Hey, listen. When was Fusion? <laughs> Mr. Fusion, let me ask you. When was the last time anybody from Server 15 won, let alone my own alliance? Okay. Like, yay. They got just as much of an odds of being picked as you guys do. All right. It's been a long time since anybody on my own team won anything. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look, he's not even here anyway. <laughs> he's not even here anyway. Listen, I'm going to... It's the exact same chance. Yeah, I'm going to wait just a couple of seconds, but I'm not going to give him too much time because I want to draw another winner. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Oh, he's there. He's there, Braille. What's up, man? <laughs> oh, Battle Droid says they're all winners because you're in their alliance. Well, if you're referring to the fact that I'm just a joy to be around, then yes, I accept that. Thank you, Battle Droid. Uh, <laughs> I, yes, the, they're winners because I'm a joy to be around. Oh, look at that. Bill, you don't have to do that, man. You don't have to do that. Look, Bill says... I'll only I'm, accept that if he defers Bill it to says me. I'm deferring to another player. You don't have to do that. You legit won, man. You legit won. Don't you dare feel like you can't play. If you want to play, you get in here and come in. Let him play. Let him play. Let him play. Bill, come on in, buddy. You get a chance to play. You won. Where is Bill? Come on, Bill. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Look, see, you guys embarrassed him. Now he feels all bad. Let <laughs> Mr. Fusion says if you don't play, he's going to boot you from the alliance. <laughs> all right. Bill's going to play. That's right, buddy. That's the chance. That's the spirit. Hey, Bill, do you have a chance to play in voice or do you need to play in text? Because if you need to play in text, that's fine. I got a game for you. If you want to play in voice, I got another game. All right, he's got to play in chat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he's playing in chat, which means it's time for another installment of Talking Treks, Fake News or Florida. Okay, here we go. Bill, 
I got five stories for you. You know how the game works. I got five stories. Uh, no, we don't do blurt when it's in text, big country, because it doesn't play as well. We only do blurt and voice. I thought he voice. said he was still in chat. Yeah, I thought he meant, like, chat. Oh. You mean voice? Are you going to come in voice, Bill, or you got to play in text? Yeah, I think he's playing in text. Oh, I misunderstood. I thought he said, like, chat, like, voice. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Bill, if you want to come oh, in yeah. voice, come on in voice. Come, 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 come. Don't be shy, Bill. <laughs> Don't be shy, Bill. He's actually moving really slow. He's not even going to be able to play this game if he doesn't hurry up. <laughs> Voice not working. Okay, well, you know what? We're actually very close to fixing this. We are literally days away from perfecting our new Talking Trek studio, which we will be moving into. And guess what, people? No longer requires a differentiation between push to talk and voice activity. I'm very excited about it. We've been working on it. We've been fine-tuning it. We're almost ready. Hopefully, the next show could potentially happen in our brand new Talking Trek studio. We're pretty excited about it. Okay, here we go. Um, Dirty Bird Bill, five stories. Just answer if it's fake news or if it happened in the state of Florida. Three makes you a winner. Five increases your odds. Here we go. Fake news or Florida. Dirty Bird Bill, a Port St. Uh, St. Lucie man was arrested 15 minutes after being released from jail for burglarizing cars in the jail's parking lot. Fake news or Florida, Bill? Bill types and says that happened in Florida. You would be sadly correct. That is the correct answer. A Bradenton Walmart manager was arrested, ladies and gentlemen, for shoplifting $25,000 worth of spam over the course of five years after security uncovered an elaborate spam smuggling operation. <laughs> fake news or Florida Bill says that's fake. You're correct. I made it up. The parent of a Gainesville Girl Scout was busted for using the cookie order sheet as code for her marijuana business. <laughs> uh, fake news or Florida Bill says... Bill says that happened in Florida. Ooh, nope. I made that one up. I made that one up. That would be that would be funny though. All right, how about this one? A Collier County woman was arrested. Oh my. <laughs> Should have paid closer attention to this article. A Collier County woman was arrested for having inappropriate relations with her dogs after her boyfriend leaked a video to the police. Oh my god. Oh my god. Fake news or Florida. Uh, Bill says that had to have happened in Florida because obviously you didn't write it. You are correct. That <laughs> happened. Um, did somebody like it rough? All right, last one. <laughs> last one. A Boca Raton, a Bo Boca, Boca Raton valet parking attendant was busted for Grand Theft Auto after stealing a Ferrari from a country club taking it on a date before returning it back to the country club. Fake news or Florida, Bill. Bill says that happened in the state of Florida. Actually, I made that one up. All right, but that's okay. That's all right. You got three out of five correct. Three out of five makes you a winner. Congratulations to you, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Now, what that means is, Bill, you only get to choose one chest out of the 20. The chests have been randomized. I cannot tell you 
what is actually included in them. They have been randomized, and it would be extremely inappropriate for me to tell you, okay? I, I could not do this if you asked me to. Because there's another Impress Me event coming up, it would be highly irresponsible for me to tell you that chest number six contains a thousand rare directives. So I can't tell you that chest number six contains a thousand rare directives. It's all been randomized, and you now have to choose your chest one through 20. Obviously, there's other prizes, okay? There are other prizes. You could take a gamble. But knowing that Impress Me is returning, I would not want to give you an unfair advantage in telling you that chest number six contains a thousand rare directives. Dirty Bird Bill, would you please be so kind as to choose your chest number at this time? <laughs> Maybe, please. Dirty Bird Bill says, I have to think about it. Let's go with chest number six. All right, let's take a look at chest number six, see what's inside. Ladies and gentlemen, gee, Willie Guller, Jolly Willikers, congratulations. A thousand rare directives for you, Bill. <laughs> Somebody said you should choose chest number five just for Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes, are you are you upset that I'm I'm giving away the answers? <laughs> oh, Snake Eyes is not happy. I apologize. He's the boss. I got to keep him happy. Ladies and gentlemen, a thousand rare directives for you, buddy. There you go. Hopefully, impress me becomes a little bit easier for you. <laughs> and uh, and there you go. All right, congratulations, everybody. Thank you for playing Dirty Bird Bill. Thank you very much. Thank you guys all for being here and for having an absolutely wonderful time. Like he's going to have those by the time impress me. Actually, back. actually, let me just say, <laughs> let me just say, for those of you who have received prizes over the last two to three weeks, tell me how quickly Aries has been on the prize list. Like, Aries is on it, dude. Aries does not like them. So when Panic left... All right. Some of you guys may know that when Panic left, there was 45 days worth of prize list winners that he hadn't done yet. I sent the list to Aries and he was like, what in the holy hell is this? I'm like, dude, Panic doesn't do these, but like once every two months. He was like, this is freaking terrible. He's like, this is awful. This takes me all freaking day. He was like, I swear, I promise you, if you send them to me, I'll get them done within a day or two tops. You, he's like, I want one winner at a time. I'll do it. It takes 10 minutes, and I'll be done. I'm like, dude, I would love that. I would love that. Our players would be, would be so happy if they got their prizes that fast, and he's done it. He's done it. Every single time I do a show, and I send him the prize list like the next day or two days after, buddy, he's done. Boom. All right. Tabby Moses says, did the second researcher get awarded yet? No, it didn't. You want to know why? Because he has to do them. That one... <clears throat> Okay, that one is a little bit different because it's a pack. It has to be mass granted. Like, it, because it's one pack, they want to type in all of the player IDs. And you may have noticed that No One Shell only did his today. Okay, so we all have to get our entire list together before they will grant any of them. And we're still waiting on, uh, well, I just got No One Shells today. So, uh, but Elkar still has theirs to do, and they're doing theirs this weekend. So it'll probably be Monday or Tuesday before Second Researcher goes out. But he has been really good. Listen, the Thousand Rare Directives, he'll probably have that done by Friday. No lie. He, he's, he's super fast about it. Like, he, 
He, he does not like having it pile up on him. He was very unhappy with that. I did. I forgot for community Q&A. Do you want to do it? I really want to get off the air, folks. It's been really, really late. Can we skip it for tonight? Because we did so much crew. We did so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's skip it. Just for the sake of time, because Snake Eyes is going to absolutely murder me on the show length tonight. Let's go ahead and wrap it on up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. We... Even with edits, we got to try to get this thing under three hours. Snake Eyes is going to kill me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was much math. Thank guys, you, DJ. You're hey, awesome. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Good, good learning episode tonight. And, yes, I did happen to see that somebody said, oh, our fun-loving, math-loving, nerdy friend DJs is back. Uh, it's because I put myself here. I put myself here, folks. The first part of the show, we still complained a little bit, but... I love the math. That's why I wanted to end on the math. <laughs> I wanted to end on the math. All right, guys. Thank you. Hey, check out our website, please. Talking Trek STFC. Ooh, ooh, big news. Big news. Listen, we've got a video coming out in a couple of days. It's our very first ever sponsored video. Yes, I'm a sellout. All right. But when it comes out, there's going to be a link for you to download and support the channel further. All right. And it's something that a lot of you are already using. All right. So when the link comes out, you have to use our link. Please use our link and it will further support the show. Like Snake Eyes and I are looking for big things with this new video. All right. It's going to be really, really big. It's going to be something you will absolutely download. And we want you to use our link when you do it. The video is coming in just a couple of days. You guys be sure to check that out. Also, while you're on our YouTube channel, check out all the other ones. Subscribe to the channel. Mash that thumbs up. Like it. Leave your comments and share it with everybody. Visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. While you're there, please consider joining our patron program. The patron program is where people go to support this show monetarily at a level of $5 or more on the month. And I'd like to say thank you to them now. Gregor, thank you. Scott, Bankman, I Beglin, big country. JC, Doom, Hank, Chuck's a grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, JB, Ahab, Fookum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gur, Red 2, and Hani, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby, Moser, Regis, Lady, Kess, Frank, Gallo, Engineering, Free, Philly, Hudson, Doc, 31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, Jetski, Wingnut, Z-Man, Fluffy, Puma, CCXN, Devils, Advocate, Goofy, Names, Rock, Leonidas, Raxnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry, Ryan, Nitty, Dandy, Quack, Boo, Mr. Fusion, King, 101, Silent, Stabber, Commander, Taylor, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock, The Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Crane, Karen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, Looter, Conair, Iris, Jack, Wyman, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, and our newest, Silly Tom. Thank you so much for being supporters of Talking Trek Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Love you, mean it. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>